Um, cool. Are you ready for the the main yeah, show let's, here? Let's go. Let's go to the main show. Let's go to the main show. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Right here's here's what's happening right now. This is a very real thing. We're recording this on Thursday, four twenty. I are you don't part. I don't partake anymore. I used to, but I don't. But Cap. my neighbors. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a townhouse. My neighbors do. And it is potent today. I've never really smelt it before, but like today, all day, it's like they're a, 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 a THC factory over there. Just are constantly. you contact high right now? I might be. Honestly, <laughs> I might be. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> we should have. I didn't even think we should have like toked up on the show, like you know, live. <laughs> Toke up on the show. <laughs> We're gonna lose our clean tag or whatever. I mean, honestly, if this is the opening of the main show, we probably already have. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. No, let's get started with. I guess the show forty three, Mando Mania featuring. Lukeness monster on the drums. What's up? What's up? Happy to do you want to? Do you want to do, do, do the actual intro, Zach? Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, okay. why not? I feel like I do I mean, it all the time. Okay, sure. Welcome yeah. to Black Series Cantina, episode forty-three. I can't believe it's been that many. It seems like a long time since our last episode, but it's been less time, like you mentioned a minute ago. It's weird. What an episode last week was, or last episode was. We had a great all episode. The, all the reveals. That was so yeah. much to get through. We did over, we did like three and a half hours, right? It's three and a half hours. It was a long time. That was crazy. And I don't if, you're a, if you're a Patreon member, it was almost four hours. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's one of those, it was one of those shows where my AirPods start to die near the end. Yeah. Those are, that happens quite a bit. Uh, That's a good, you know, when that happens, it's a good one. For sure. Yeah, but we don't have as much as we did the last episode to chat about. We do have quite a bit. We got some reveals. We got Mandalorian final two chapters of season three. And with us to chat about all that is Lucas Monster. What's up? Thanks for having me. Of course. Appreciate you joining. Yeah, happy to be Always here. Always a pleasure. Yeah. I'm sure if you are a nerd enough to listen to Black Series Cantina, you've probably also come across Lucas's probably youtube page i would assume he does some pretty he's good reviews popped up in your recommendations don't even lie don't say <laughs> all, he has it yeah. you know he all has. the time all that's the time. right yeah. i hope so everybody everybody's seen his videos so i did would kind of want to start the show just asking you a couple questions like what got you okay you're over 10k subscribers almost congrats that's, almost? A, that's a big almost? milestone oh yeah. you're almost at 10 uh, almost. Um, about 400 away okay oh awesome yeah, yeah. you'll get what? there You'll yeah. get there. In, in a, what got you? Yeah. What got you going into the the YouTube game? Whenever you started, uh, that's tough. Um, I, I've always just enjoyed watching other people's channels, and I've always like kind of thought, "Hey, I could I could probably do that." And uh, it would have been, I guess, like Christmas of 2019, right around Rise of Skywalker when that came out, and Mandalorian. Um, I started. Is I got your favorite the, movie. No, absolutely not. Um, but I, I got into uh, the Black Series then, started collecting. Um, I it mainly started with the Mandalorian figure. I watched the show mm -hmm. and I'm like, I just I need a figure of that. So Black Series was the only only option at the time. So I I got the the Black Series Mandalorian number ninety four red box. 
maybe nice. um, you went down a good path because if you could have picked up if you mm-hmm. would have picked up like a tvc one you would have been down the, the yeah bad it's trail true there. it's true um but yeah after that i i i'm like okay i'll, I'll make a video what, what's the worst that could happen and um didn't do very well but i kept on kept on posting videos and picked up some traction and i've kind of just been doing it ever since so. That's the secret to YouTube. You just keep making videos. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you get one that hits that algorithm. <laughs> yeah, took me took me about like six months to mm-hmm. of, of like uploading once or twice a week to actually get mm-hmm. some decent views. But what's yeah. your most popular video? I think it's my uh, Kenobi uh, Darth Vader review. It's got about, I think, twenty two thousand views. So nothing crazy. That's but not bad. That's not that's, bad. That's, though. that's that's weird. Just because yeah. it's basically just a re release with a quality oh, yeah. control fix. You know, that was that was the last one I reviewed because I'm like, well, these other three they're newer, so I'll do Vader last. He's just a re release, and mm-hmm. the, all the other ones kind of flopped compared to Vader. That's so strange that everybody's like, oh, I got to see it with that Vader. And maybe they're just maybe that's the reason they're watching it to see if it's just a re-release or mm-hmm. if it's an actual new sculpt or whatever. But that's that's kind of interesting that people would pick that. You know, I think I also did release it the day the finale of Kenobi came out. So maybe that had something to do with it, too. Mm-hmm. You hit that but, high. They yeah. Synergy everybody's typing in Kenobi right. Darth Vader and then mm-hmm. you get right in. Yeah. There. And I know you have a. I think on TikTok you have one or two videos that just like completely exploded. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have. You have one like sitting in a helmet, right? Yeah, I have. Where you're like that one. That one almost got four hundred thousand views. I think. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Um, that's that's a lot higher than my highest one. And then then I have a few with like sixty or seventy thousand views, mm-hmm. but didn't didn't translate to much followers, unfortunately. But I also don't upload that consistently on TikTok. It's just whenever I feel like that's it, my so. problem too. Yeah, that's my problem like, too. I feel like to really succeed on TikTok, you have to do at least one video a day. Yeah, I, I've noticed that I get more followers whenever I post consistently. Like I try to post every day, at like eleven a.m. or noon. Mm-hmm. But even like whenever news is kind of slow and I can't, I'm lazy to create a video or whatever of you yeah know, top ten black series for your empire or you know or whatever blah blah blah. Um, I, I get more followers when I consistently post, and then of course, I think the my post about all the reveals the other week got like over eighty thousand views, and that got me a lot of followers. But my highest yeah. video is um, is Ian McDermott signing my uh, Palpatine figure uh, last Ooh, yeah. year at ICCCon, and that's at I think that's only at like one hundred and forty k maybe. So that's not even like four hundred k is pretty crazy for TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I I think it just has to do with because it was it was like it was me critiquing the the Black Series Jesse helmet, and so I guarantee mm. four hundred thousand people did not know what that meant because it was like a very subtle nod to it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think my caption on it was like, "Whenever Hasbro fumbled the most like anticipated release of the year," but it didn't even mention Jesse at all. Like, it, yeah, and it was just like me sitting in the helmet. But I think it's because I had like a popular TikTok audio. I had a. Uh, Frank Sinatra's My Way in the background, and that was going mm-hmm. viral at the time. Was trending think, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what what did it. Yeah, I guarantee only like a fourth of the people who watch had maybe heard of. Oh yeah, or understood the less. Jesse yeah. reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also if you hate on Hasbro on TikTok, you actually go like those videos do pretty good. I have a couple. I forget there was a trending one. Um, you know, it's the the one with the. Uh, the minions like looking through the 
the it's yeah. like a, the slideshow mm-hmm. and it's like clicking through a figure and it, i did hasbro's executives deciding which uh figures to make and like they're cheering for luke and then whenever star killer comes on they're like moaning <laughs> and stuff you know That's and like funny, Troika, yeah. they're moaning that one did really good. So you just got to hate on Hasbro on TikTok and you'll get followers. <laughs> just like on YouTube then, right? It's just true. like on YouTube. Yeah. You That's know, right. Hate, drama sells. You know, what can, what can you people say? People love to hate watch stuff. People love watching people hate things. People love to hate things with other people. It's weird how popular that is. Literally yeah. every single time there's like a botched pre-order, I'll make a video mm-hmm. like Hasbro messed up again in like all caps with like a giant X going through the figure. Even like then my video will be like, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was all right. Like not even hating on Hasbro, but as long as it's like the thumbnail looks like it, then you I'm- get that. You get that clickbait, that, <laughs> yeah, that negative yeah. clickbait brings people in like, oh, they, they get their pitchforks ready. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go hate on Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, OK, calm down. <laughs> yeah. And then you like they get in the video. Then you're like, well, actually, oh, that wasn't even that know. bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to ask. What did you pre-order, or did you did you pre-order anything that was revealed at Celebration? I, I did. I ended up pre-ordering the Force Ghost three pack, and uh, I also I also did Jabba as well. But. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't. Know if in, go ahead. I say I I was thinking about getting some of the fortieth uh, wave three, but I decided to wait to to hopefully for they hit stores. But mm-hmm. I did the same thing for. Uh, empire strikes back and i never saw wave three in store so i'm hoping that doesn't happen again we'll have to wait and see though yeah hopefully not that's true Um, actually i think i only saw wave three in store once and i'm kind of surprised about that so now that you bring that up that's a good point you don't uh, you're playing like a a game of chicken Mm kind of when you when you do the the whole not pre-ordering things because like most of the time it might work out and you might even get it cheaper if you're one of those Mm -hmm. people but like sometimes you hit that that weird distribution issues or whatever where you just you just don't see it and you just don't get yeah. it and mm-hmm. yeah i pre-ordered yeah. i pre-ordered two r2s wow. um I, I, I need them for multiple shows because you can use it as a prequel ot sequel if you need you're not to. wrong but yeah. i'm just like also whenever you have like you know let me this is a, a plug for all my 3d printed stuff you know, whenever That's you got di- whenever you got dioramas, you need multiple of. You need a lot you of need one so. for each diorama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yes. I get it. I get so it. So I need. I'm getting two R twos, and I got one Luke and Vader. I might get a second Luke or Vader. I, w- I do want to keep one on the card. It depends on if so, I pick up an Emperor. It what depends. do you do then when they come out with like an R two D two that is different enough for you to be like, okay, I want that one too, but now I don't. I have too many R twos. Well, with the R two body, since they said that. They created it the so they can retool it. it. Yeah. yeah, they can retool it quite a bit. I'm gonna buy it. I don't care. He's I'll take it. Every, okay. Because R2 is in like everything. I can put them in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars shelf. I'll buy all the Astromechs that they on this new body. Like I'm pretty hype. Um, I also That's got fair. the the Force three pack. And then if anybody noticed, I have a fine subtraction today. You see what's missing right there. I do actually. I, I know it's missing because you told our chat earlier what's missing. So I sold my job of the hut because that's smart. Yeah, that's really yeah. smart. I I desperately need that armrest, and I've been like looking on 3D printed versions, and there's like a yeah. low poly version you can print for free, and then you can somebody has this one where you can print for like twenty bucks or something. But then you got to paint it yourself, or you gotta mm-hmm. you got to do the 
you just don't have that nice green. Yeah, I don't want to do work. Soup stuff <laughs> yeah. and hookah or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I sold it for seventy five bucks. That basically means it's not. It was ninety bucks. So I'm perfectly fine waiting a little bit without Java to get that and then the armrest and then I'll be good. So I just thought yeah. it was a smart, the smart thing to do. No, real smart. Uh, and you, honestly, did you pick I, up any pre-orders last I, week? I pre-ordered everything except for the Royal Guard. I have enough Royal Guards. Um, yeah, I agree. But I but literally two. everything else, I I pre-ordered, and uh, I'm I'm pretty happy. So the problem is, since since our last recording, you know, my wife and I are, are we're talking about maybe moving. We're talking about maybe buying a house. So like we're starting to save up. So <laughs> she we've Bro. sort of. I know we've sort of sub- <laughs> on top of me not buying as many things because like I'm not a completionist and I'm just kind of watching what I buy or whatever. Uh, I've now self implemented a three hundred dollar a month, which sounds like a lot until you actually start buying toys and realize how much <laughs> yeah. it's not. Um, so three hundred dollars a month is my limit, so I have to like start paying attention. So I'm like, okay, this job of the hut is cool, but like I only really care about the armrest. Is that worth a third of a month? <laughs> You know, of of ordering toys to get the armrest. So, like, where did you sell your Jabba at? Because I want to do that too. <laughs> I just put it on eBay. So. I just see on eBay. Okay. Yeah, I would do the eBay. I still have the box and stuff for bit. it too. Yeah. Oh wow, you could probably sell it for more then because I sold mine loose with the salacious oh, yeah. from. Yeah. So. So yeah, we'll, I, I we'll think see. I've seen him going there for like over 195 or whatever. So. Yeah, because I would if if I could sell mine for like around 70 bucks or whatever, I would only say I only spent 20 dollars on this Jabba. Yeah, like because, that's how I would. Yeah, because I was yeah. thinking if I sell it now before the casual oh, sure. fans realize yeah. they're releasing one too, like that is that mm-hmm. shitty of me? Because no, I know it's the, not absolutely I know, not. No, I know the diehard fans won't buy it, but if I can pick on a casual fan right now, I feel like I got to yep. take advantage. Well, there's also I've like, seen a lot of people complain about the price of Jabba the Hutt specifically because he's 90 dollars, and. So I, I was curious about this. So you know, I went on the my, my good old friend, the uh, inflation calculator, and I typed in $65 in 2014 dollars is like $82 today. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, $90 is, is $8 more than what it would be with just straight inflation, mm-hmm. not counting anything else. You know, inflation is just inflation. But like, you know, uh, the unproportionate increase in shipping and materials and things like that like that that's also factors into there i i for me that extra eight dollars whatever it's it's mm-hmm. fine but there yeah. are people that are like oh no it should only cost it should cost less than the original because they already made it you know thing things like that i'm like you guys like that sounds nice but that's just not how the world works mm-hmm. when you you make something 10 years later, it's just going to cost more. That's just how it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they've already made it before. It still costs money to make. They still have to, like, factor, <laughs> factory assemble it. They still have to make it. Like, it's still, mm-hmm. it still costs money. It's not free. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually oh. really, really happy with the price, too. Cause, I thought $90 I mean, was reasonable. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I've been trying to pick up a Java for probably two years now, and mm-hmm. it's been over 100 bucks on the aftermarket. Mm-hmm. And I, I even I was this close to buying a, a sealed in box one at like a yeah. at a comic shop for like I think hundred ten, so and that was just was that was that the SDCC one or was that the original that was just or the, the standard standard that's the standard one that yeah. was a forty dollar 
Originally figure. Released, yeah. yeah. Originally released. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's no way the STC set. You'd, you'd be lucky to find it for way more. like like two twenty yeah. or two forty mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. So and someone thought they got me. We're like, well, you know, it's it's actually more than a hundred. It's more than ninety dollars once you factor in shipping and and things like that from Hasbro Pulse. So I'm like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna add on all those costs, you also have to factor in back in San Diego Comic Con, you had to pay fifty bucks just to get into the convention. You know, so so like, where does it stop? Like, where where do you where do you stop making those those mm-hmm. comparisons? Like, you either compare the base price or you compare all the add-ons. I had to fly to get there. I had to pay for a hotel <laughs> to stay. Like, you know, like like how many mm-hmm. how many add-ons Logistics. are you gonna? Exactly, yeah. I, exactly. I, I do want to ask about your three hundred dollars a month. So. The three, yeah. if you if you pre-order something, it doesn't pull out immediately. So what no, are you so do you do? No, so I had to think about that. Six hundred dollars of yeah of hits on, in one month. So I had to think about that, and what I did. You didn't come so to your finance guy for help on this. Yeah, no, I'm well, a, I, no, because I, I I can I'm a big boy. Okay. I'm a big boy. I got big boy pants on. Well, if anybody but needs I, help I'm, on their budgeting, you can dig in. I made a spreadsheet like any responsible person go. would do. I, I made like one for each month, and I put in and a, a very basic sum equation all the way at the bottom and i put in each you figure those pivot tables and it's cost yeah you, and, tables you know there? that's that's all i got right there so but but you're right so i what i did was i made a separate table um of potential releases that could come out in the month they're scheduled to come out in um so i so i can kind of eyeball and gauge okay mm-hmm. like i've pre-ordered this it's tentatively coming out in like say september so i have to look at how much i'm buying and when it will hit for that month but yeah i'm not counting it until it actually until money mm-hmm. actually leaves my account yeah i'm actually sort of in the same boat like yeah we're getting we're getting real personal on this episode of i like it you know why not <laughs> but um but these yeah are, we, no, here's these are real issues that are that it, affect collectors that is so. true so my wife and i we're fortunate enough we we bought our house in 2018 luckily before like the market went up like crazy but since we got married, we've never like combined our money. But lately, mm-hmm. we're combining our money into one. So now, we each get like a sort of we put pretty much everything in savings, and mm-hmm. then we take out what our exactly our bills are and put that in a separate yep. account. And then we each get on the fifteenth of the month, like an allotment. We each get nine hundred and fifteen dollars, like fun money. Just like you can spend that, but that, yeah. you got to pay for your gas. We got to split the groceries with that. Mm-hmm. But no bills, like those are all taken out already. And then we have our everything else in savings. We get nine hundred fifteen each. So I think I'm gonna try to take around three hundred of that, or maybe three fifty or four. It just depends on, and try to put. You that can on. plus or minus it. Yeah. yeah. And but I I haven't set like a set number, but right. I do have a, a set number of like spend money. But if I only spend four fifty of the blow money. Yeah, you bank that for it, the next like, month. It, yeah. It, it banker it like you know exactly. adds up. So exactly. So yeah, these are these are adult things that I'm having to do adult wise to justify buying yeah. toys as a so grown that's, adult. That's why this month I haven't bought a lot other than some DBZ. Yeah. So well, there hasn't really been anything to buy. Up. Yeah. Speaking of which, do we want to get into fine editions? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's do All that. Right. Yeah. I only have. I'll go first because I only have two. Sure. Let me make non- big. Both non Star Wars items. So well, then why are you want? Why are you even kick here? Me off why are you pot? here? Kick me <laughs> off the pot. I do. You might as well just saying you got TVC. No, 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 never. 
I'm a true Black Series collector. Yeah. Unlike you, you pick up a TVC figure like once a I week. I have it seems two like TVC figures in my collection total, oh. and I didn't end up ordering the uh, N1 fighter. So I was about to say I got I screenshots. I got I got receipts of you one. Yeah, but I didn't. N1 I didn't. <laughs> that would have put you down a bad rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but I did. I did pick up the SH Figure Arts Fourth Form Frieza. Is that your favorite form of Frieza? Yeah, it is. The final form. It's just the one I think about when I think of Frieza. <laughs> when you're just when you're thinking about Frieza, you're just yeah. like sitting there with your your hand on your chin. Like, what you doing, Zach? Just thinking about Frieza. Just thinking about Frieza. Because <laughs> Frieza's a girl to me. That's, well, it is voice acted by a uh, yeah. girl. It's always been a girl yeah. to me. And then in the show, they're like, like he, uh, him. A, I'm like, it's Hold a dude. Up. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. You know what? That's just that's just his pronouns. Sorry. This this figure is so good. Like the detail it on figure. it and the articulation, yeah. it's absolutely insane. And it comes with a Dragon Ball, right? A pretty pretty big Dragon Ball. Um, and uh, look at look at all the accessories. Multiple heads, all those hands. Oh, nice. Even a little halo for when he's dead. That's yeah, nice, right? And that was only this was forty five bucks. I would definitely take it. That's a good deal. And then this was pretty expensive. This was probably more expensive than what I wanted to pay. But this is like my favorite form of Gohan, at least Kid Gohan, and it was in stock for retail. But I got the Battle Clothes Kid Gohan, and he also comes with a Dragon Ball, which is pretty sick. And I love this pose and this like hair that's kind of like powering up hair. Yeah. And look at all the alternate faces it comes with. Four other faces, alternate hair, and then all these hands, and like a weird chest piece that's like the exact same. I guess it's so if you lose it. But I don't know. But all those hands, all those faces. I think my light's probably really bright. It's hard to see, but... So very excited. This was actually 80... Um, I don't know, like 80... 89? No, not 89. I feel 80, like that's pretty normal for a SH yeah, figure. Yeah, it was figure. A, a 80 yeah. or so. 85 or so. But Most I import like SH it. figure arts, whether it's DBZ or Star Wars, like all the ones I've bought have always been between 50 and 80. The only time I've ever seen them cheaper than that is when they're in Target for like 35. Mm-hmm. And those are like the standard. And I haven't, I haven't <clears> the Goku <throat> I did last week for financial, I haven't been able yeah. to move it away from my desk because the articulation <laughs> on it's so smooth and like buttery. And I love just getting them in cool poses. So I haven't been able to put them off my desk yet. And it's that way with these other two. Like I just love messing with them and posing them around. But those this are. This has been your, your DBZ hour? Yeah, this doing is our, our DBZ hour. DBZ cast? Yeah. We maybe we should do like a once a month update on like <laughs> a separate a separate podcast <laughs> update on Zach's current where he's at in the in the show. Um, all right, let's pass it on yeah. to you. Got anything, Luke? Uh, I do have uh, only one. This That's one fine. was actually sent to me. I uh, I didn't purchase this, but it is the brand new nice. Uh, nice. Luke Skywalker. Sorry for the the camera; it's not focusing. It's all good. But uh, yeah, love this figure. Probably have a review out next week sometime. But uh, I was comparing this to the Walmart exclusive like Jabba's Palace one, mm-hmm. and this one is like leaps and bounds better. It's so, not even close. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm super happy with it. Yeah. That's the video that Mike's TikTok one absolutely blew up, mm-hmm. right? Or was it the really old one? Well, I, I forget. I, no, it was the, it was the original one. Right? I did them all, but it was the original one that got really big. But so, yeah. Luke, let me ask you a question. Are you, real quick, with since mm-hmm. that, Luke, are you, we kind of talked about this 
one of our other shows recently but are you luked out right now are there too many lukes in that era the black outfit coming out or are you still in on the book of Obi-Wan one and the 40th return of the jedi and all that um i i'm back and forth i go back and forth just because i don't have a lot of room for them on my shelves mm, sure um i love all of them and i i kind of go back and forth on the book of Boba fett one just because it's it's kind the of a niche deluxe. scene yeah and it's deluxe too so i think if that one hits clearance i'll probably pick it up mm-hmm. i i really like the like the the little rocket it comes with as well as like the training remote. yeah the world building stuff yeah. it's just it's fun absolutely and then uh, I'm I'm all in for the the Return of the Jedi version. That one's awesome. I don't have a version of him yet, so really happy for that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I'm excited to get Return of the Jedi, like true Return of the Jedi, back on my shelf. Because when I got out of collecting a long time ago, that's one of the ones I sold because I had the original blue box, mm-hmm. but I sold it when I was getting out. So I'm just so excited to have the alternate piece again. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for that. I'm my, hyped for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mike, do you got You're anything welcome. for fine additions? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, did I, on the last episode, did I have my, uh, my GI Joes yet? I don't think so. Okay. So I got a shipment. Of, I haven't gotten a lot of toys, but I think these are all the big. toys I've got. Yeah. I'll make myself big. Why not? Go big Mike. Um, so I, I got the latest wave of GI Joe figures. So I've got Lieutenant Falcon who's got, his face isn't great. It's not really uh, focusing. Um, I got this uh, this cover girl who's a tank driver, and she looks rad. And then I got this... I like um, the jacket, a little bomber jacket. Yeah, she, she looks great. And then I got this um, crimson bat Sick. figure. Yeah, so... Um, those are the only figures I got until today. Um, I was at Target... And I saw I saw this guy hanging on the shelf, the Imperial officer on Ferrix, and he was seven dollars and ninety four cents. And wow. I was like, you know what? I I gotta like I just gotta. Heck yeah. I'll have to pick up three or four more of those for seven bucks. Honestly, mm-hmm. and plus I have you know the five percent off for having a red card and just mm-hmm. like uh I actually may have bought a second one just for a future <laughs> giveaway. Cause I figure who who doesn't want maybe an extra figure? Um, I gotta say I do technically yeah. have uh, another pickup or a oh, few go, pickups. Go for it. Uh, that I just remembered because I got them all for giveaways, so I wasn't really counting it. Yeah, I don't usually count it either, but uh, you know, why not flex a little bit? Give us but, give us to us. Oh, hit the wrong um, person. My my Walmart. I was swinging on the the clearance pegs. They had. It's not going to show here. Let me put it in the back. Oh, is that the, uh, the crosshair? Nice. Yeah, they had five uh, Imperial crosshairs for six bucks each. What? Six dollars? No That's crazy. That's insane. I'd buy one. I'd buy one just to get the extra gun because I already broke one trying to peg it back together. Yeah. So I, I ended up picking, picking up all, all five of them and... So yeah, those will be some future. You bought giveaways. six of them for the price of one regular <laughs> yeah, figure. Exactly. That is insane. I wish that manager worked at my Walmart. Jesus right? Christ. They they did have some box damage, so I'm, I'm guessing maybe that's why they hit clearance. But that's the first time I've ever seen like an actual Walmart exclusive in store. Sure. Yeah. And it's for six bucks. Hopefully yeah. your luck continues. That, that that Walmart, I haven't that. I haven't seen that Walmart stocked in like two years, maybe. But like they even they get so little stock that they don't even have a Black Series section anymore. Like they filled it in with other figures. Well, that's sad. 
you know, one day you're gonna you're gonna give those away, and then like what Wilbon said just now in the chat, like in two years, those are gonna be worth like two hundred a piece. Oh, I guarantee it. Like Bad Batch season three comes out, it's gonna be a ton. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're looking at like ninety a pop there, and you're like, dang, I gave those away for free for for subs. <laughs> yeah, I do. Let's before we jump into our news. Um, I do want to give our Patreon a plug. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are going to be doing a giveaway soon, and I have a couple giveaway items. I'm going to be giving away the Elite Squad Trooper from the Bad Batch. And the other giveaway item I have is the Umbra Arc Operative, or Umbra Operative Arc Trooper. The, the GameStop exclusive, the black and yellow one. I think I've given away one of these before also, but I got another one to give away. So Zachary, why are you why are you plugging our Patreon? So that way we can go to Japan in two years. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's part of the reason. No, we don't uh, we don't take ads. So again, if you yes. ever hear an ad that's not like us talking, you let us know so we can squash that. We don't we I get three emails a month from our podcast hosting place being like, hey, you should do ads. And like I'm we're not gonna. So Patreon is how we get the money to do this and one of the things that we're going to start saving up for is maybe going going to the star wars celebration in japan just just a little still a fun thing i've got a passport me too so i've always wanted to go to japan I'm saying uh i have one be, one more thing i wanted to talk about for fine editions sure. and and that's a little bit of a disappointment because the day after we posted our, our last episode, we got another set of KO clones mm-hmm. and I ordered them that day and I thought I was going to have them today to talk about, but they're coming tomorrow, which doesn't help us today for <laughs> recording this episode. Um, so that's our first bit of news that is like a kind of fun segue since I don't have them to show off. We can at mm-hmm. least talk about we'll them. Talk about so we got three new clones, uh, and these are the KO. What, what's the name of the store on AliExpress? Uh, is it Veal's? Veal's Toy Store. Veal's Toy Store. Yeah. So the same, same dude, if you go on like AliExpress, type in like KO 501st or whatever, you got like the Oppo, you get the Boil, the Waxer. There's a bunch of them on there. Coruscant guards. Like if you ever want a to- uh, a figure, and they're all the new mold. Like they're great. I've got a couple of them so far, and if I didn't know they were KOs, other than the way they smell a little funky sometimes, mm-hmm. like they're good. Um, <laughs> I, so I believe they, all three of these clones are on the KO bodies. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the the they they shut off three. I'll, I'll start with. The one I'm most excited about, and that is Hard Case. Hard Case. Hard Called Case. Mm-hmm. Hard Case. Uh, he's the 501st clone. So he's, he's got his own unique little kind of um, pattern, I guess. But mm-hmm. he also comes with that rad minigun. <laughs> like, yeah. that uh, that was an instant, like, okay, well, I'm, I'm getting Hard Case. You know, like, there's not even a, a question. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also... Mm-hmm. They announced uh, Jesse, which I was a little hesitant towards because, like, we're getting an official Jesse. So I'm like, do I want to buy a KO Jesse? But someone, I think, on our page, on our uh, not Patreon, but on our Facebook group, when we we posted it, and someone's like, "Well, hey, you can get the proper helmet for for mm-hmm. Jesse if you buy the KO." And I was like, "Well, damn, 
It's I not guess covered, so. Though, is it? Huh? You, you, you have to paint you just it, the, right? You just take the head off and or the helmet off and and pop it onto the other one. Well, like the doesn't it have like the it's paint? Mi- is it's missing still... some blue, some blue paint. Yeah, paint. you can yeah. just paint it a little bit. Yeah. For the, figure... It looks to me, it looks better than what the Hasbro Absolutely. is doing. Absolutely. Okay. See, like, I, I'll, I'll take some mm. missing paint to an unnecessarily head, unnecessary head fin and rangefinder that he doesn't have. I'm, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna hot take and jump on the other side. I would rather have the nice blue top half and then throw on the ring because to me it wasn't the biggest deal, but I understand like where people were like pretty upset about it. But I like having the option. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. But I would rather have that blue paint and then. But I think it's very good because it's another version of what he was mm-hmm. before he before he put that paint on himself. Oh, for sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. And then the Apo is Apo. pretty neat as well. I was on the yeah. fence about him too, but it's the helmet. Where he has a little Avatar arrow, the Avatar Last Airbender mm-hmm. arrow. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. So I ended up getting all three just to. Why Luganus, not? what do you think of the KOs that were recently yeah. revealed? Uh, I did pick them up. I'm uh, I'm hoping they'll be here within a week or so. But I, d- I picked up all three. I did get Hard Case, uh, Jesse, and Op- Oppo. And I'm really excited for them. Uh, I, I'm thinking about I might go ahead and pick up a second Jesse. Uh, I really love his, his I guess it would be his Season 5 outfit mm-hmm. there, like the standard one. I actually like that outfit better than I do the Arc Trooper version. Yeah. So I'm really glad to have that option. And mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about picking up a second one just to add the blue paint to the helmet and then swap with the official. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, hard case is awesome. I'm surprised they included the minigun. I was not expecting that at all. So Yeah, because Hasbro hasn't done a Black Series minigun. So uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I guarantee I don't know. that's like an unused Hasbro mold. <laughs> too, you think so? Is. You think that's how it they prob- got it? It probably is. Or it's it would, a TVC it mold me. like blown up that they used mm-hmm. or something. Well, that, I mean, we, we still don't really know how they got the tampo for the waxer and boil to look exactly like they did on TVC before the TVC showed theirs off. So there's definitely something going on there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My theory is that whoever is over there and I guess there's probably a warehouse that like they're obviously using Hasbro's molds for sure um, that they've, they're using them. And then I guess they, somebody has access to, something of Hasbro's over there because those yeah. logos for Waxer and Boyle are just way too good. I'm like there's no way. They're just way too it was good. H it was it was H Town Ray. That's that's who it was Ray. Thank you for jugging my memory. It was absolutely H Town Ray that, that convinced me to get Jesse. And I haven't pulled the trigger on any of them, but I think I am gonna do because when I first glanced at them, I was like, oh these are cool, but I'm not sure if I like the paint. And because they just kind of looked a little odd to me. But then I saw somebody get them in hand and they actually look pretty sick um and i think i do think i am going to pull the trigger on hard case really mm-hmm. just for the another 501st member and and that minigun i feel like i need that yeah. minigun and like for the cool sure. paint like they got the the belt accurate with the blue little pouches there and the rest of it's white mm-hmm. so those I'm, are really cool somebody I'm, commented on my, a tiktok video i did these today where and they said twenty dollars for cheap knockoffs no thanks i thought they were going to be cheaper than that and i put twenty dollars free shipping from china that's that's cheap dude mm-hmm. come on and they're very good quality they're almost better quality than the officials like they have very smooth articulation 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think. Oh, go ahead. I'll say I'm. I'm really hoping they they go ahead and do some of the other five hundred first and just standard like just name. Oh, for phones. sure. There's so yep. many different options and mm-hmm. absolutely. I pick them all up. I actually kind of I kind of want them to veer away from five hundred first a little bit, and I want them to do the. Um, the Wolfpack ones. Yeah, everyone's saying Wolfpack, yeah, for sure. And th- that only started because somebody on a Yak Face comment or on a Yak Face post commented, "I heard they're doing Wolfpacks next," and like everybody started saying, "Oh, there, there's a rumor they're doing Wolfpacks," and that's where that. That's how rumors get started. Yeah, that's just how, one random comment, and someone just yeah. takes it. Yeah. Yeah. So that one person on Instagram who commented on Yak Face post, um, hopefully they're right, but we'll we'll wait and see. <clears throat> Yeah, I would uh, I would say that's just a testament to kind of how expensive it really has gotten for production over in China is that, you know, we're getting uh, an inexpensive, quote unquote, inexpensive KO that's still like 20 bucks. Now, granted, that, like you said, it's free shipping, which mm-hmm. it also isn't free. Like it's not it doesn't it doesn't cost nothing to ship those out. Like it still costs them money to ship them. They're just yeah. rolling it into that price. Uh, so that that's a, a big deal just just to say how much it is and i would use the term inexpensive and not cheap because those have two different connotations and um none of the ko's i've gotten have felt cheap at all they they mm-hmm. feel just as good as the hasbro ones they feel really good in hand they just kind of smell weird that's all <laughs> that is very true that is very true um but yeah. the smell goes away it does, the smell, yeah. The after it's, yeah, after you unbag it, because they don't come in boxes, they come in little bags, mm-hmm. little baggies, uh, and which uh, is and it goes away. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. Every K, I've gotten three K, actually four KOs, counting the Kylo Ren, and they've all. Honestly, I can't tell the difference between them and the originals. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Other than I know, I know they're their KOs because yeah, I bought. I got them. that Kylo Ren too, and it's it's yeah. really good. That knockoff one. Yeah. Um, speaking of packages. Uh, Lucanus, what's your stance on, on the PFP? Are you glad that the window is coming back? I have mixed emotions about it. Um, I, I actually really like the design of the Plastic Free because it, it makes mm-hmm. it look almost, I don't want to say more professional, but a little a little bit more professional with like the, mm-hmm. the matte black with like the glossy. Mm-hmm. A little more pristine. Agreed, yeah. And I also like being able to open the figure and just I use an empty right box for the reviews it's, rather than having so to put true. in the box. It's so true. It's a it's a very specific like YouTube reviewer yeah. reason mm-hmm. to like the the plastic free packaging, but it's but it's a good reason because it does mm-hmm. suck having to open them up, put them back in, pretend you haven't opened them, or just not haven't <laughs> opened them before. And you start a video and you're like, yeah, I haven't opened it. I guess you know. So it's it's a weird choice to make. Yeah, I know. I know with some of like the 40th anniversary figures I've bought a few weeks ago, and I'm just waiting mm-hmm. to have time to review them so I can actually open the figures. Right. So you can't even enjoy them yet, yeah. But, but yeah, I I think at the end of the day, I'm I'm happy that the the plastic is coming back. Um, I I think uh, it's just it's better for the the inbox collectors because I know there's a lot sure. of people that got yep. out of it because of it. So yep, I'm I'm glad. Mostly, I'm just glad that I won't have to hear them complain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that sad? <laughs> like like I'm I'm happy for them because you know they're getting something they want and they're gonna be happier collecting. But like it's just gonna be nice not have to hear the complaints all the time. It's That's almost all. worse yeah. li- like seeing them in the comments take their victory lap though. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it'll go away. It'll uh, hopefully yeah, it'll true. go away. 
No, yeah. it's it's so frustrating. Just like it'll be like the best figure Hasbro's ever make, like yep. has ever made, and they'll just be like, "Well, it's in plastic free, well, so it's, it's garbage." Yeah, 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 the box ruins the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right, my go-to man. comment sure. is on TikTok and Instagram has been, um, "Good thing I don't collect the boxes; I collect the yeah. toys." Mm-hmm. And then people just they get so mad. <laughs> it's so funny watching them. Um, but I, I do want to talk about something before we jump into reveals. Yeah, so, go ahead. Last week, well, I'm trying to think. We were in our group chat. We were talking about Star Wars alterations, right? And because there's mm-hmm. some special editions versions that I oh, prefer, yeah. and some That's I don't. True. So remember, I told you I had a hot take about this. You did. That's right. right. <laughs> All right. So I know a lot of people don't necessarily like the special editions. There are some changes in the Star Wars special editions that I like. I like having the updated Emperor in Episode 5. Me too. Definitely. I yeah. like having um, Boba Fett's voice updated. I match, don't, but that's okay. To match the prequels. I get it. I understand it, but I don't like it. And then I enjoy, in Episode 6, this is a big one, having mm-hmm. Anakin be the Force ghost Didn't we talk about Sebastian this in the last Chow. episode? <laughs> I, no, we're getting to that. We're, we're getting okay. to the, the bigger picture here. Lucas, okay. what's your stance on Sebastian Shaw versus Hayden in the end of Return of the Jedi? I think I like... I th- I think I don't know. Say I think, it. Just say I, think it. The, I think Sebastian makes more sense for the scene, but I like Hayden better. I, I guess I'm not accepting that same, as an answer. It, it's the same as me with Boba Fett's voice. Like, like you're right. It's a better fit, but I don't like it. Whereas it's like the opposite. Mm-hmm. But yeah. wouldn't Sebastian Shaw? Shouldn't he have a big hole in the half of his head? He got better. How? Because <laughs> it's the he's a force ghost. All right. But you're about to be really mad now, Mike. Okay. And I know right. Justin from out of the basement is gonna. Oh, he's whenever gonna be he, fuming. When he hears this part of the pod, he's you're gonna, gonna give him a stroke. He he will probably <laughs> if he's listening to this at work, he's, he's gonna, gonna like take his work laptop and throw it through, like wherever he's working at. He's gonna throw sure, it, and he's gonna Go get ahead. fired for it. All right, hear me out. Star Wars has a history of changing movies. That's true. So. Right now, we're at the 40th anniversary mm-hmm. of Return of the Jedi. In 20 years, or whenever, so 60th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, I want a 60th anniversary special edition where we reshoot the scene where Luke takes off Vader's helmet and it's old Hayden Christian underneath instead of Sebastian Shaw. I literally made this comment... On, I was just on Ken Plume's show a couple yeah. days ago. Did you talk about this? I, I literally made... I'm like, we're probably 20 years away from some update to the movie yep. where they're going Let's to reshoot it. They're going to reshoot that scene and digitally insert an aged Hayden Christensen in, into that. So Sebastian Shaw is just gone. 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 It's, just, it's all Hayden. Um, Look, I love Sebastian. He did great. <laughs> In that in that role he had, but it's my boy Hayden. In twenty years, whenever Hayden looks old, the man is very handsome. He's probably not even gonna. We're probably gonna have to wait another forty years. I want old Hayden looking at Luke, and it's gonna be beautiful. I can't wait. I can't wait. I will die happy once we have old Hayden under the helmet, and then it'll make sense. We can do old Hayden 
We can we can have old Anakin, Force Ghost, like everybody wants. We can have old Hayden, and it's the, it's the same character all the way through. I will say that would make the ending, the current ending to Return of the Jedi, look a lot more consistent. See, I'd be you're I'd already be, on board. I'd be better with it if they did. And I'm honestly, they're gonna change Star Wars. Like, I, I, they're going to change it. Like, they're never gonna stop changing Star Wars. <laughs> Lucas, so, I'm just gonna be okay with it. Lucas, did I piss you off with my <laughs> no? I with my I, one there. I don't think I have an opinion about that because I like either. I like both. So, um, I think it would be more <clears> consistent <throat> now that we've seen like Hayden Christensen as a Vader and Kenobi. Sure. That like it would it would Let's definitely see. be more consistent. So yeah. I, again, I don't. I, I think either way because I like Sebastian as like Vader too. So either way, I don't think I really care. I think I would like to see them go back and like do like a schneider cut though of like the the pre the sequel trilogy like like just like give give me alternate versions of that because i wasn't a huge fan of the sequels will bond's gonna delete his patreon he said blasphemy <clears throat> he, he doesn't support my we'll talk about this whenever we do our patreon show buddy as, we'll as we'll talk long about if they're doing a snyder cut as long as they don't do it in four by three aspect ratio in black and white because <laughs> yeah because zach snyder get your head out of your ass please uh, but agreed, Wilbon, uh, justice for Yubnub, justice 100%. Yubnub's Yub got to come back. Just just loop that phrase, just loop it around a little bit more. Still <laughs> keep in still keep in all the different celebrations, because that's why they made it longer, because they wanted to show you, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, here's Tatooine. Here's, like, they added Naboo in after the prequels. That was another addition they, they threw in there. Like, keep all that there. Just loop Yubnub a couple more times, because Yubnub is mm. the best. It is the best. It is the best. Um, but I, I will say, all the edits in A New Hope are, for the most part, they're trash. Like yeah. all those dinosaurs and the Jawas swinging and shit. Like that's that's BS. There's Aren't a couple I don't mind. Like like making R two blue blue in space instead of black. The color correction, like the color yeah. correction stuff. I don't mind it when they do stuff like that. I really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. But. So whenever I watch the, I have the Harmies Despecialized Blu-rays, mm-hmm. and I just wish that there was, you could go online or something and pick what edits you want so you could watch right? your, because yeah. whenever yes. I watch the Despecialized, it's almost like you got to watch the original A New Hope, yep. and then you got to watch the Special Edition Empire so I get the mm-hmm. updated Emperor. You know, and so it's not a, 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 a like a chimpanzee overlap with yeah. some some girl. I don't remember her name. Uh, yeah, it was it was a weird. I just wish you could like splice your own edits in. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little check checklist of which which editions you want to change. Like, yeah, keep it McClunky. That's fine. But Han still (laughs) shoots first, and yeah, I forgot they added McClunky. Like, (laughs) it's such a random edition. (laughs) And apparently, what isn't that report that that was like? I thought I heard that that was one of George's last says. Yes, like it was because he made that, and then Disney took over. But it just took a while to actually release that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like, they, they, it wasn't until they put it on Disney Plus that that had changed. Yeah, yeah. It's like really that. It's really that's, weird. That's yeah. a crap. Yeah. It was Han it's a weird first. choice. I do support Han shooting first, though. Oh, I, I'm I support Han shooting only. Like yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, think that's it's, true. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's outside of his character just to cold blood murder someone under a table. I just. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like it. And to me, it. It shows like that whole kind of turnaround to the heart of gold thing or whatever. At the end, it's it's even a better turn because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that guy just killed a guy for almost no reason. Well, it was a reason, but like, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's controversial. It always has been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways. Have... Yeah, let's move on. Let's move, let's on. move on. Let's move on. I'm getting hot. <laughs> yeah, you're getting heated. I want my old Hayden in those movies. I get and it, then, man. Yeah. I get it. It'll happen one I day. I get it. Whenever I take over Star Wars, when I'm the president of Lucasfilm, it's happening. But I say we talk about some actual Black Series figures. You know what? Hold on. Before we do that, oh, you, you do Here not want you do not want to be the president of Lucasfilm. That's that's gotta be the absolute worst job in show business because you're never you're never ever going to make everyone happy. No like no matter what. You're gonna choose something, you're gonna green light a project. 80% of people could love it. You'll still get those 20% of people that will go online and it will feel like 100% of the people because you only see these people because they're obsessed and they're angry and they create mm-hmm. fake accounts and review bomb and you're going to feel like garbage because of all the things that people are saying about you even though most people will end up liking it or don't really care either way because people are garbage. People treat well, people like garbage online. Well, I would accept the position because I just Googled it and it says Kathleen Kennedy makes over $25 million a year. So I will gladly. <laughs> You'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you can. Any, absolutely everybody in the world can print a picture of me out and put it in their toilet bowl. I don't care. I'll take the $25 million. I'll take, you're gonna be, I'll take you're, a fourth you're, of that. You're going to be like in, in Zombieland where uh, Woody Harrelson's like wiping his tears away with money. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, boohoo. Oh, you no. Didn't, you, oh, you don't, no. They you don't hate like, me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I replaced Alec Guinness with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I would not I'm, I would not go that far. I would replace Sebastian with Hayden, but I would not replace Alec. Well, Alec I mean, Guinness if you is, think about it. You know. See? Now you're thinking about it. No. No, oh, we're, we're done with this. T- my, no, we're done my, with my this. We're gonna, let's talk about some reveals, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Move Moving, Moving on. on to the reveals. All right, so yeah. two weeks ago, we got the Mando Mania 2-pack Target exclusive Cobb Vanth versus Cad Bane. Lucanus, what are yes. your thoughts on, on this 2-pack? Are you in on it or are you out? I did not pre-order it, and I, I have mixed emotions about it because I think it's a really cool set, and I think it's one of those mm-hmm. great exclusive 2-packs because they're two sure. figures that essentially have already been released. Um, I think it's the, the, the least cool version of Cod Vanth. So I, it's one of those yeah, where the armor point. version's way cooler. So I don't think I necessarily need another version of Cobb Vanth, but I absolutely love the blast effects that Cad Bane comes with, and I I really wish they would do blast effects with every figure that has a blaster. Sure, um, yeah. they they don't really do them that often. So I'd love to see that more of that. But I also feel like it was really cheap because they announced the figure right after the original or the 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 new Cad Bane mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. pre-order. So everybody who pre-ordered that one is like, "Well, shucks, I should have just waited for the new set." Well, you just so, you can just cancel it. That's the yeah. beauty of the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. I I legitimately canceled my original pre-order for Cad Bane because as much as I love this Cad Bane, as much as I love Cad Bane in general, I definitely don't need two different versions oh, yeah. of this just because sure. one has a slightly different face. But mm-hmm. I think he has I get, a scowl on the two pack. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it's it's cool. I don't think I'll pick it up unless if it's on like heavy clearance. So we'll see. It's Target. It probably will be, and it probably oh, will be like mm-hmm. a week after it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the same boat I'm in. Um, I didn't pre-order. I, I've been pre-ordering less. We were talking about a little earlier, mm-hmm. and on the show we've been talking about we're taking a step back of pre-order and stuff. 
at least mainline stuff because that stuff's been you know you can find it everywhere essentially mm-hmm. um but i didn't pre-order the two-pack but i do plan on so here i'm either gonna wait for it to hit clearance or i'm gonna wait until i see it in hand and then I'm, I'm gonna see it on the show I can, it's kind of something i want to see like it i want i just want to see it on the shelf and then pick it up i didn't worry about pre-ordering even though i am a red card member i could get free shipping in the five percent online still i just kind of want to see it in store and then if i pick it up or if it's not there i won't worry about it until i find it until they have like a target sale online and if i do see it i'll pick it up that's just kind of but i love the the blast effects i love the scowl a lot better than the original version and then the cob vanth is still cool um it it does suck that they added the the little pain details to his pants like the little silver notches and stuff that they didn't add to the original even though the original because they don't have to pay they don't have to paint the chest in the helmet ah no i get it but still it was deluxe for paint and i get that's the reason but they should they just a little bit of silver on the leg on that little bullet or the canister thing Mm -hmm. but it's still very cool and i'm looking forward to having it mike yeah so what, I what pre-ordered it, uh, and and I I canceled my regular Boba uh, Cad Bane. I mean um, pre-order because I'm like I, like I said I don't need both. So I'm I this Cobb Bane is different enough for me to be like I can have two Cobb Banes, Cobb Vance. Is it Cobb Bane? <laughs> Cobb <Yeah>. Bane. <laughs> I just say they're they're getting they're getting married, guys. That's that's where Book of Boba Fett season two is going. Um, Cad Bane, Cobb Vanth getting married. Cobb Vane is going to be really great. Anyways, <laughs> um, this Cobb Vanth is different enough for me to justify having to his shirt. Because if you if you go back and like take the armor off of the original one, that red shirt's still there, but there's like no detailing on it. It's it's not even sculpted. It's just like a like a torso. It yeah. just happened to be colored red. So this looks a lot better. Um, and you know what the the blast effects like we talked about for me with my red card free shipping five percent off whatever i'm like yeah I'm, I'm just gonna get it and and not get the the regular release of cad bane and just call it call it a day i do like the non-scowly face a little bit better than the scowly face on the two-pack version um if i ever for some reason see the regular cad bane super cheap or something i might get that but i'm not holding my breath and if i never get it i'm okay oh sorry zach's working i i'll i'll uh i'll uh so that's target exclusive hopefully hopefully target won't screw this up like the pre-orders went pretty well i'm pretty sure it's actually still pre-orderable let me let me look because i i when you said that you pre-ordered i'm like did i pre-order it I don't remember pre-ordering it, but I did. I've pre-ordered so many things this in the last two weeks. Like, what are you talking about pre-ordering? I'm just, I'm just talking about I'm talking about pre-ordering your the mom. Force? No, the, the <laughs> yeah. So it's it's still pre-orderable. So it's not sold out. So if you want to get it, you can. Um, but hopefully, this isn't one of those weird things that takes forever to come out. Um, someone on Target, hold on, has given this a one star review. I hate it when people review, like, put reviews for things when it's and when it's not out. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to review or rate anything in, unless you bought it. It's just weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I agree. It is weird just seeing like it's not even released yet. It's not yeah. even released. You just I don't like this, so I'm giving it one star. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna give it five stars right now. What are you gonna do about it? I I agree. Um, yeah. 
So let's do the R5D4. Lukeness. Um, that one is mainline, so I didn't pre-order it, but I'm definitely picking it up once it hits stores or even online. He looks incredible, and uh, like whether it's on the the New Hope shelf or the Mandalorian shelf, I'm, I'm just really excited mm -hmm. for it. I don't have a ton of astromechs. I think the only astromech I have is the Imperial one from uh, like the like entertainment three packs or something. Pack, yeah, four. Yeah, and and then I have a Mafex R2, but other than that, like I don't have any astromech so i'm pretty excited for this one and i'm really hoping that they find a way to incorporate that into like a black series has lab so. yeah let's hope so i'd be so down for an n1 i i just have a feeling that if they're gonna do it it'll be like 2025 but i don't know yeah i think it would, it would definitely after whatever tvc has lab is coming up mm -hmm. Like, they'll let that go, and then there'll be a little more time. And they'll probably do another Marvel one. Or Speaking of Hazlab, when does the His Tank come out? Is that Or is that already out? It's not out yet, no. It's, it's not, not coming yet. out until either end of this year or, like, beginning of next year. I'm I'm betting. Yeah, let, I'm just crossing my fingers that we get it an It says fall 2023. Yeah, it fall says fall 2023. Yeah. Uh, yeah, R5 is really cool. Um I'm definitely in. I didn't pre-order it because it is mainline. I'm just gonna wait to find it like in stock on Amazon or Entertainment Earth or something. A lot of people mm -hmm. ordered. Or I think a lot of people are pretty excited about this because a lot of people used my Amazon link to buy it, um, which is awesome. Really appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. Link in the link tree, I think. Um, I I stopped doing Amazon affiliate because no one ever clicked on my links. I. <laughs> I, I mean, That's I don't. Everyone's a, clicking on Zach's. I don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't have a ton of Instagram followers, so that's that's probably part of it. But I think I, I'd always put up links for pre-orders, and I don't think I ever sold a single one through Amazon affiliate. I wish I didn't. It didn't take me so long to find out about the Amazon. I could have made so much money. Like I make a pretty good amount, like per month, off Amazon and Entertainment Earth combined. Like yeah. it helps fund the collecting a little bit, like supplement some costs. Um, I mean, not a whole lot. I mean. But I, I get a pretty, especially whenever we get reveals, they kind of come in waves. Like, I'll get $25 one month, and then a bunch of stuff will ship that was ordered six months ago, and then I'll get like 90, and then the next month I'll get 34, and the next month I'll get 67. So it kind of fluctuates, but it really helps. Uh, but back to R5, really excited about R5. I do like how the little tools he comes with, they're not just the same exact. They're different. Pop outs that the he doesn't comes out come with it. a gun. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't come with a gat for some reason. Yeah. Um, so he also doesn't have most of the exciting. head attachments as well. True. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for R five. I'm I was I did not expect us to get a retool of a brand new mold, a brand so new astromech drilled so soon. Like yeah. I was expecting it. But like yeah. a week later, <laughs> you know, after getting the R2 announced and pre-ordered, we're, we're already getting R5. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm not complaining at all. But technically, and this is getting into our later discussion, this is the first Mandalorian season three character yep. <laughs> that we're getting. I did not even realize that. <laughs> wow. It's, it was it was like convenient to like you know i just saw him on screen yeah i want to buy him it was like one of the mm -hmm. it's been a while since i've had that feeling with star wars 
So uh, I don't know if you guys saw my my news video on that, but I, I pointed out it was from concept art of the mm-hmm. the Naboo Starfighter, mm-hmm. but with how like the droids dock into the Starfighter, their heads like extend up yep. to reach. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was planned, or do you think that's just a coincidence? I don't think anything's a coincidence. I think because what he said, they wanted to future proof it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not holding my breath for an N one by any means. Um, I think they took that, and at the very least, they took it and thought, we could do something with this, and we've got spot for storage. Yeah. Okay. And they can leave it there. And that could be all we ever get. But if in the future they ever wanted to take that leap and do an in one, either a regular Nubu fighter or the Mandalorian version, like they have it as an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's smart. Like like they already had the R5 units in the TVC where the where, where the heads could pop off, and and they just put it on you know the little droid dock on the on the TVC version. So like it just kind of worked out like that. So that's that's my feeling, is they're leaving it open, but they're probably not actively planning anything. Yeah, okay. I I totally agree. I feel like they're they're making the R five in advance, so that way whenever they inevitably make a pitch. So hey, let's do this in one. We already have the astromechs that can extend their head and fit right here. Like they've done the yep. little the metrics to see how high it would need to be in comparison to where the ship is and where they'd yeah. be on the ship. And so that I way, will whenever say, they do want to pitch it, they'll say, "And we can throw in these. We've already got this pre-planned, and then hopefully what, get it approved." One of the things we were talking about last episode when we were talking about R two is we were, they didn't really show like a size difference at all. At, at the very least on this one, because they did that the video for it, and they showed it next to the TVC version, which was also announced the same day. And you can kind of see the, the size difference between TVC and the and the, the Black Series version. Mm-hmm. And it, video, does, yeah. it does look much bigger. bigger. It does mm-hmm. look bigger. Like it I'm I'm happy with how it looks. I'm I really think it's gonna look good. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do want your guys' opinion because I believe R five was in Book of Boba Fett with his with the Mando episodes there. So he, he was actually is... also in the first season of, Ma- of Mandalorian when mm-hmm. they go to Tatooine. It was just do one you... of those like blink and you'll miss it. He cameos. was in the bar with. Um... He was in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Really? He like went by in the bar. Yeah, he had oh, a little yeah, cameo I... at first, and then you yeah. could see his little grease because he was Ooh, in the. Yeah. If you little... if you yeah. watch the um, it's those. Whenever the season's over and they go back and they talk to Dave Filoni and all the producers about the yeah episodes. the behind the scenes thing or yeah whatever. the behind yeah, the scenes thing the magic. there's yeah. there's a video of Dave Filoni saying put the the spot where his his head blew up in a new hope yeah and they they show the artist like drawing like some green slime and some stuff yeah on his head so I guess my question would be do you think this is in the Book of Boba Fett packaging or Mandalorian packaging because they didn't reveal it and every other Mando media and every other Mando media reveal so far has been Book of Boba Book Fett. of Boba Fett so that's a good question I mean I it could be a New Hope that. Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian like it could fit mm. in any of those yeah. So I really don't I th- know. I think I th- they'll do Book of I th- Boba Fett. I think they'll do A New Hope. I, I think I'm leaning towards Mando because he was kind of like half revealed with he's the other a bigger Mandalorian character. there. Yeah, he's yeah. a bigger character in Mandalorian for sure. So, I don't know. So we're all on the other on other sides of the, <laughs> I think the so. three-sided fence here. Um, I think I'm going to go Book of Boba Fett because you know how far in advance these things are planned. Sure. So... Who knows if they even knew he was going to how prominent he was going to yeah. be in the end of or in Mandalorian season three. So I feel like 
he'll be in that packaging. Well, you know what's what's interesting about this this release specifically is he's mainline, but they haven't said like what wave. He's not in any of the waves that we know of so far. Well, it, it's crazy because if you look at like uh, Omega that was revealed, mm-hmm. she's in a, a full wave. And she's in a wave by herself. Yeah. By herself. yeah. And then there's this one, which is yeah. part of a whole nother wave. After that. Yeah. And yeah. the second half of 2023, we're going to get, because the first half of 2023 was kind of slow up until Celebration. Well, it's, right. it's crazy we're because the, the, the Andor wave with this Luke still hasn't hit stores yet. And yeah. Like, and I've had mine since January, since I got mine mm-hmm. in uh, from Canada. Yeah, so I, yeah. I I feel like we're gonna just get bombarded with waves of figures all at once. Yeah, well, they because they officially pushed back the next wave, or ha, um, Hasbro Pulse pushed back their next wave until September. So that's the Darth Ma- um, Darth Malik, Bastila Sean, uh, Fourth mm-hmm. Sister, um, that whole wave, which is the next wave to come out, uh, was coming out I think this summer or like May or June, and now it's got pushed back to september officially mm. so this r5 is not scheduled to come out till february 1st um of 2024 of 2024 wow really i didn't even realize that yeah yeah he's far out so he's after omega omega who this is crazy how many how many waves are they going to slot in in between then and now like that it's well it, it's not just okay yeah so uh, omega's omega omega is scheduled to come out in january so there's like a month in between those waves you know are so you like, looking I'm at the yak in, sheet no i'm looking at the hasbro pulse i'm looking at the official releases from oh. hasbro pulse and then the cad bane wave uh actually isn't scheduled to come out till march so that book of boba fett wave which we know more about is scheduled to come out after, after. the omega wave and the r5d4 wave I feel like some of those got to be pushed earlier, right? If, I, they've got well, so it's either that, so. it's either that, or I'm thinking all these Return of the Jedi figures we've been getting, they're going to release them in the main line and push that out at the end of this year, because that's kind of what happened. That's, that's actually what happened. smart. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what happened with Empire Strikes Back. Is you know you had uh, on cards on the ESB card, you got the the new Luke, you got the new Vader and stuff, and then by that September. We got them in the official boxes, like the, the official main release mm-hmm. boxes. It could be. So, That's so why they be came so out. Fast. Yeah, they came out the same year. So I'm thinking that might be part of the issue is uh, these these Return of the Jedi figures, like the Wicket, probably Poplu. They're going to release them as part of the main line. Yeah. At the end of the year. I didn't even think of that. That's a good because they always yeah. they always get regular releases. Even the new yeah. hope, new the new a new hope 40th anniversary figures got mainline releases. So they're these are definitely going to get mainline releases. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, because I know because I know obviously like the the Snowspeeder Luke mm-hmm. and the Dagobah Luke, all, all those ones got new ones. So I'm assuming yes, they'll they do did. the Return of the Jedi Luke as well as the yeah. Vader, the and Vader, R2. the R two, yeah, yeah all the, those. The, probably the Wicket, probably the Poplu, probably the Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They might even put the Royal Guard in the Galaxy packaging. Could be. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I wonder if don't, they'll. Could be. I, I wonder they if they'll don't. spread them out between like these two mystery waves, or if they'll just be like a wave, full wave of its own. It could be because that's. I think that's what they did in the last one. Was they had like the the Hoth trooper. Um, I think it was Luke and Invader that came out by themselves and then the hoth trooper came out like a, a wave later 
And, and I think then, those are the only real new ESB. Oh, because Dagobah yeah. Luke got released as the, as the, the big two-pack two with, yeah. with Yoda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that could be. That's a good thing to watch out for. That would make sense while they're coming out so quick from one another because they already have yeah. Because the it's literally just... a month in between those mm-hmm. three wave releases. Um, thankfully, some of them like the Cad Bane wave. There's only four new figures in there, so you know it, it's not like a full case of eight. Definitely not buying a full case of those. I think I'm actually done oh, no. buying full cases. That was a fun that yeah. was a fun little thing a, that we were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time. It yeah. just, especially with this case coming up. Yeah. Uh it's the it's the one where everything is two packed. It's the Tuscan Chieftain, Pike Soldier, Cad Bane, and then a mystery one. Yeah. I'm not buying that case. I'm just buying one yeah, of each. Yeah. It's like oh you get eight figures but it's yeah. two of each one. Like that's such a shitty case. Yeah, maybe I, I could see buying two Pike soldiers because they're technically army builders, but like you don't need two chieftains and two Cad Banes. Well, and- I mean, at the same time, that Cad Bane is even less desirable now because there's a better one. In there's a, a better version. De- yeah, and yeah, that, and absolutely. That's going to be that's probably going to peg warm hard because they're double packing it and they're making a better version. In oh a two my pack. god, I can't believe there's going to be a Cad Bane that's going to peg warm. That's just I mean, ridiculous. maybe he'll be popular enough to not peg warm. Could he'll just be, be you know. I, I know um, with how hard it was to get the Clone Wars version, it'll probably mm-hmm. be pretty popular, I bet. But I, I guarantee the 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 Tuscan Chieftain as well as the Pike Soldier are gonna peg warm. I guarantee probably. it right now. Probably. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely hit clearance. They'll definitely hit clearance for sure. Which clearance also all doesn't always and I was actually having this conversation with a JD um loyal patreon member the other day on instagram like what is that his last the, name jd loyal patreon member yeah jd <laughs> stoke dash loyal patreon member okay. um, <laughs> like what he asked me like what do you think defines a peg warmer like something mm-hmm. hitting clearance doesn't always necessarily mean it's a peg warmer like what what would you consider a peg warmer and i said i feel like whenever it's sitting there and there's other things that have come and gone and it's yeah. still sitting there like how long does it have to sit there because we do have these, a lot of people will like, and a wave is on the shelf, and then they're like, oh, yeah. look at it, peg warm it. It's like, that's called stock. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it, it's stock. I would, I would say probably two months of sitting there without getting restocked. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think two months is, is pretty much peg warming, like two officially. Lugnus, what would, what would you say? What would you define as a peg warmer? I, I'd say something that like sits there for a long period of time and then doesn't get clearanced off. Like I know, for example, the like a a general Lando. Even I still even have some some different stores that have the 40th mm-hmm. uh, Empire Strikes Back Lando, where mm-hmm. it'll just sit on the shelf forever. And other figures like the like the Rogue One uh, figures will come in and get clearanced off and sold off. But these these figures just sit there and never get clearanced. Yeah. See, others sit there and come and goes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when all right, so the peg warming is whenever clearance doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's, that's, peg that's true. Yeah, if, if clearance <laughs> isn't helping, it's definitely a peg warmer. Yeah, I think people see like, oh, they're on sale because no one's buying them. Like, that's not the case. Sometimes sometimes things are just on sale because they're on sale. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's failing. I bought um the first wave of Black Series figures, I bought on Amazon for like ten dollars a piece. Like three months after they came out, 
like the line definitely is continuing like it's not failing mm. it's because the first wave didn't it went on it's not on clearance it's just on sale yeah like whenever, I can go back to you know it's, it's weird how people look at that as, whenever you bring that up that pisses me yeah. off because the first figure <laughs> i ever bought was that orange line luke i bought her 1999 yeah. online yeah. and then the very next day i had my dad drive me to target and i bought the Garrido. i saw him on the shelves he was the only figure there and I bought him for nineteen ninety nine. I bought all of those figures for retail price up until I can't. I can't remember the first figure I bought on clearance. I pretty much paid full price for every single one because I was sort of a completionist back then. Not really sure. like because it was so easy to be a completionist. There weren't there weren't many figures. Yeah, because there weren't many <laughs> figures coming yeah. out, and I wanted everything that were coming. I think the first figure I didn't buy was. I mean, this probably doesn't count. It was like the Blue Line Kenobi because it was already repacked. That was the first one I didn't that buy. That was the first. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm trying to think. I pretty much bought everything up until I didn't buy some exclusives and some like of the... I mean, I was in college at the time too, so I really regret not pulling the trigger on that um, the Order 66 pack to this day because that thing hit like 40 bucks or something. But I was in college at the time. and I think I, I think I ended up paying 200 for that. Yeah. And now they're archiving. They're they're gonna put them in the yeah. archive, right? I guarantee like, it. I still don't Final regret it. is already there. Yeah, I don't blame. It's a really cool set. It's a really cool set. Um, I don't want them to archive it. I want them to update. Put oh, on the yeah. mold. I hope yeah, they do it on the Rex. Mold. I agree. You. Everybody knows my stance on that. Yeah, I know. Everybody knows my stance on that. Well, hopefully, with whatever this new version coming out that's pipelined with the better helmet, like they'll they'll do that. Yeah. Well, so did you? So you know the the Oppo pipeline that they just recently did. Uh, they they said that it was from the I want to say the Book of Boba Fett flashback. Flashback. Yeah, and apparently yeah. in that it's really subtle. You have to like zoom in, but he does have the arrow in the flashback. Oh, does he? It, well, the yeah. the the, oh, the cool. picture they used had the arrow, and they're usually really good about well. The photo they sticking used, with that picture. The photo they used was just the Revenge of the Sith photo, right? Yeah, I thought it That's didn't true. have the arrow. It didn't have yeah. the arrow, but the one that they said it was going to oh, be. Oh yeah, you're right. Did, and so, so I'm I'm wondering if they're going to use the new clone body or if they're going to use like the Hawk body that doesn't like like is the Rex articulation, hmm. or or what they're going to do with it, or if it's going to be a new body altogether, which I I doubt, but. I just hope that new one is nice and theatrical. That's what I would hope. Yeah. They, I, they, I, said, they said it's going to be a theatrical look, so that's what I'm crossing my fingers. Well, before we move into Pipeline, um, there's one other figure that kind of got revealed, but we're not really sure about. But, like, yeah. maybe? But, like, what? Yeah, so this what what's up with this Mandalorian, like, Captain or Fleet Commander? So, for people who didn't see... Whenever they announced the R5D4, the picture that was posted on the StarWars.com website, it was a, it looked like a two-pack. R5 and this random Mandalorian fleet commander that's in the last two episodes of season three of The Mandalorian. Which we'll talk about in a bit. Which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, do you all think this was a Black Series or a TVC It figure? looks TVC to me. The proportions look a little TVC to me. Lukeless, the Lukeness, hips look TVC you think about to me. Um, I might have to pull up a picture real quick. I think looking at it right away, it looked Black Series to me. Here, I got a photo. Yeah, here. I announced it as a Black Series figure because it was with the R5, it, it, Black Series R5. I think it Mike, looks... Mike, are you able to share screen maybe? Um, or yeah, hold up. If you can get it. I, I got it. I got it. I, I, got I think it. the head itself looks TBC. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it almost looks like a TBC quality head, like it's smaller paint apps for the photo reel. 
but the body itself yeah. looks like it's just it looks like the thighs look like it's a reuse from the like the death watch mando and the legs look like it's a reuse from one of the other mando figures and then the chest is like the boba fett chest without yeah, see, the whenever I, when I was looking weird. at it I don't, I, I, I don't see a picture of it now nah, maybe I'll pull it up I feel like one of the shoulder pads look like I got, you got a picture I'm just trying to figure out how to alright share screen I wasn't prepared for this man <laughs> I'm sorry so but quick yeah, plug okay. real quick if you are listening to the audio podcast and want to join us on YouTube to watch the show, you can join for $5 a month and you get access to the video. All right, moving on to this fleet commander. Um, yeah, I just feel like it looks TVC to me for some reason. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, um, yeah, there's bits that look Black Series and bits that look TVC. I'm going to go get the Death Watch. Yes, because if it was anything, it'd be that Death Watch Mando for sure. Well, the legs are different than the Death Watch Mando. It's not the the legs, like the 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 shins are different. You're right. Yeah, shins are different. Um, The chest piece is different too. It looks more like a Boba Fett style. And knee pads are the same. Yeah, chest piece is different. It's more of the Boba style. It's like it's like the Boba style, but without like the dents. Shoulder pad is also different. At yeah. least the one on the hold on the helmet is. The gauntlets look like the Death Watch Mando. Same with like the the forearms, mm-hmm. not the forearms, like the biceps. Yeah, this is going to be interesting when it, whenever it's revealed. Because I wish I had a TVC figure to compare it with too. Well, I'm I'm looking. I, I looked up the TVC Death Watch Mando, and it's not the same mold for sure. Yeah, because also this guy has a big belt and the Death Watch Man yeah. doesn't have a belt at all. It's sculpted in. It's just a little tiny rubber band that goes across. So yeah, it definitely has some new bits on there. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping the- now that if this is Black Series, they now have a mold for a like Django armor. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be cool. I don't know. Does Django have dents in his Actually- armor? It, I'm looking at the TV. This might be the TVC. I don't know. It's. I think I think this might be TVC. Like, what if this is a to scale it. picture? You know, <laughs> is R five that big, or is oh. that a TVC figure? You no, know? yeah, that, that's one hundred percent because the the proportions aren't right on that because yeah. uh, the R five would only go up to like a little over his waist. Yeah. It wouldn't go up to his shoulders like that. I didn't even think about the proportions. <laughs> yeah, see, I was thinking, like, is this just, like, a scaled down, or is this the actual, like, one-to-one? You know, each one is, like, that's an actual size. Yeah, I'm just, because I'm looking at the arms. The I, the arms look more like how the articulation on the, on the elbow and the swivel on the elbow, they match more with what TVC does rather than Black Series. Look at us getting analytical on the canteen tonight. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm gonna say that's a TV. That's a TVC release. That's what I'm yeah. gonna say. I think yeah. I might be leaning towards TVC on that one too. What a disappointment! And, and, and that's the thing is, I'm I'm going to guess TVC just so I can like pre- prepare myself for that disappointment. 
So when they announce it and they're like, oh, it's TVC, I'm not going to be like, oh, I thought it was Black Series. Now I'm mad. I'm like, ah, I was kind of expecting it. But if I'm wrong, then I'm happy about it. Mm. I really do need more of these regular Death Watch. I only have I've the got one. two. They're I, great. I need at least two. I need to pick yeah. up another one. I need for a second sure. one as well. Yeah. I saw them on clearance the other day and I didn't pick one up and I should have. You're so dumb, Luke. You're I know. So I am. I am. So dumb. <laughs> Sometimes, like, you set a figure down on the shelf for a while. So you're like, eh, maybe I don't need a second one. But when you pick it up in hand, you're like, man, I need another one of these for no, re- for no reason. I just need Oh, here we go. Um, Will Bond just confirmed that it's TVC because they said so on Black Series Cantina, Look who is Look a fantastic source for news. So. <laughs> You heard it here second on Black Series Cantina that the podcast Black Series Cantina confirmed that it's. Yeah. So, um, anyway, if it's Black, if it's TVC, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But <laughs> yeah, if it, if it gets confirmed yeah. as TVC, we're gonna yeah. delete this whole. We're just gonna go back in time, and I'm gonna kill myself before we talk about this. So, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I almost, I almost think it's TVC because it's such a random choice for a figure that Black Series would never do. <laughs> That's sad. That's like, sad how accurate it is. <laughs> like, if it's a background character that barely yeah. gets any screen time, Black Series just isn't doing it. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I am, I'm glad. I'm glad that the reveal this week was basically R5-D4 for both lines. Because, yeah. number number one, it makes sense for TVC to get it because they just got the, uh, the N1 fighter revealed as well, and it kind of goes together. Uh, and then you don't have the people like, oh, Black Series gets it, balance the scales, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like here's, this is what they should be doing all along. Here's one for the six inches. Here's one for the three and three quarter inches. You guys just go, go play, go have fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, so now that we got that TVC BS out of the way, <laughs> um, I did want to give an update to the listeners on everything in the pipeline. And then I have a question to ask you all once I'm done with the list. So this is everything we have in the pipeline that's been officially pipelined by Hasbro. We have the Din Djarin, which is going to be on a c- completely new body, they said. Darth Malgus, which will be a deluxe. We have a General Grievous battle damage from the Battlefront 2 game. Obi-Wan Kenobi from that final scene. Qui-Gon Jinn, Force Spirit. Darth Vader, Battle Damage from that final episode of Kenobi. Um, Commander Apo. And then we got four Clone Wars 20th um, pipelines, which is Ahsoka Tano. Clone Trooper, which will be a theatrical look, Phase 2. Magna Guard and Pre Vizsla. What's your, what are your most look forward to um, pipeline figures, Luke? Um, uh, you're missing one. What am I missing? You don't have. Oh, it's not pipeline. Just kidding. Never mind. They revealed <laughs> it. I'm dumb. We're good. What, I was, what were you going to say? I was thinking Kiadi Mundi wasn't on that list, but then I realized oh, yeah. that they showed him off. Yeah, we're good. Don't be questioning my list. <laughs> I'm now. sorry. You're right. God. I, I God. might be missing one. I don't know. I thought this was everything. But. No, I think you're right. I think you're good. I'm really excited for a lot of those figures. Um, I, I'm really excited for the battle damaged Vader, which is mm-hmm. kind of ironic because I have so many different Vaders, but that one's that was like my favorite scene of Kenobi, and I just yeah, need it in figure form. I'm getting the the Hot Toys version of that. Like it's just Same. it looks Me too. so good, you know. We're both getting the Hot Toys version. Yeah, I'm so hyped. And then and uh, I almost canceled it when they showed off the the Return of the Jedi Darth Vader. But I'm like, no, I really like that battle damaged version. Well, like, you know, in 40 years, you can buy the Hayden Christensen Return of the Jedi one and it'll be better. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> so should I sell this one? This is the Empire version with that base. Should I sell that one to pay keep for the, that? Or just, I mean, do you need two Darth Vader's? Figure. I can keep the base. That'd be kind of sick. Keep That's the base, sell the figure, like, loose. Do you need two Darth Vader's in your Not collection? Not really, especially because I yeah. can pop the head off of the Kenobi bat if I want a regular Vader. Yeah, exactly. That might help fund it a little bit. Yeah. Patreon giveaway? Yeah. No, absolutely no. not. Don't no, get no. any ideas. You're not you're not <laughs> that generous. <laughs> not, um, if we hit a hundred <laughs> Patreon members by the next episode. Although would that count as a donation? So you could write it off in your taxes? Yeah, I mean maybe. Um I'm also really excited for Pre Vizla. I, I think I'll have to see the mold for mm -hmm. that one because if they just reuse yeah. that old Django mold, then it's complete garbage. I want them to never use that Django yeah, mold ever, ever, ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, really, Battle Damage Vader was my on our top ten we did most wanted, yeah. it was my number two. So that's I'm yeah. super excited. Mm -hmm. I think Darth Malgus is my number one with Battle Damage Vader being a super close second. Darth yeah. Malgus, interesting pick. Malgus, I just did you have love, a third you were about to mention? I, yeah. I played I played the old Republic MMO a lot when it came out. And he's a he's a major character in that. And I just I like his design. I like his I like his look. Um I think my third one would have to be the Battle Damage Grievous, and that's just for the hopes that they make a new mold for Grievous, which I know they're not, uh, going, they're not to. going to. They're not going to. <laughs> they're not going I, to, no. I at least hope they would redo the knees or the the whatever like the legs because his sure, you know, stand sure. Up. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh um you know what happened to me I didn't I didn't talk about I told this to the chat group but I didn't talk about this on the podcast so after the last episode I went to a GameStop store physically with my own body walked oh, yeah. into a physical GameStop store to pre-order the Darth Maul thinking I can save myself on some shipping and they're like oh this one is pre-order online only like they're not doing in-store pre-orders for it that's so BS because I went to pre-order online and you have to pre-order if you pre-order one of them it's like $38 or 40 something mm -hmm. after, shipped, yeah. after shipping and all that so then you know and they raise their minimum for free shipping so you can't yep. buy two you have to anymore get three yeah. You have to get mm -hmm. three, and that's just like, there's no way. It's not worth there's, it, no. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, I'll I just eat say, the 6 or $7 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I feel like I'm risking finding it in store. I haven't pre-ordered it. I believe yeah. in you. I, I, did, I did the same. I'm hoping to find it in store. GameStop's just, normally pretty well stocked, so. Yeah. It's also just like, at, for Black Series, at a certain point with what we get, there's a certain number on the like the value to what we get yeah. to where I'm not willing to pay, especially to sure. fucking GameStop. You know, like yeah. there might be some companies out there that'd be willing to give a couple extra bucks for, but especially like Entertainment Earth because I get a percentage of what I buy back and from the total of what people buy That's from true. my links. Yeah, but GameStop like. There's no way I'm not giving you thirty eight dollars yeah. for a figure that's worth twenty five. No, I yeah. get that hundred percent. Now you're making but, me want to cancel my pre order. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But well, here's I mean, my thing on my three hundred dollars. I'm I'm cheating a little bit. Don't tell my wife. I'm only counting how much the figure retails oh for. My I'm, not counting, God, no I'm not counting shipping. Oh. I'm not counting tax. Okay, I'm You've just counting. I'm You've just counting. Far. I'm just counting how much the the figure costs. So she's going to say, so. hey, hon, how come it says you spent $458 on figures this month? I would never know. It's never going to be like that bad. <laughs> Although I spent $700 in toys on, in March. So, Yeah, see, so you're going to you're gonna get in trouble and say, well, I did spend 25 on the figure, but I spent 
sixteen dollars. But on I only logistics. spent like a hundred and twenty dollars in February, so like it kind of balances out. That's true. You can just like Not sell really. a figure, like an extra figure. You That's what I'm also doing. Is anything I sell can will go towards it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say real quick. Uh, we haven't mentioned it, but I'm really excited for the Magna Guard. You know me, big return oh, or sure. to the Sith yeah. fan. I need I just, more prequels on my shelf. For me, kind of like what, what Luke was saying earlier, I really just need to see it first. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm just so, with 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 Hasbro's track record of droids and like a lot of their droids have been standing. Flimsy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll a see. The, a lot of the droids been flimsy, uh, but but kudos to Hasbro for doing one because it's it's about time. I I have I have this theory, and I made an entire video talking about it. I think the only reason they picked the Magna Guard for that is because they already knew that it was in Jedi Fallen or Jedi Survivors, so they could do Probably. the Jamie Gates reprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that would make sense. Yeah, and, and in a couple years they can just put it in some special packaging for oh, Revenge oh, of the Sith. Guarantee they'll do that. By the time you know, our next episode comes out, we'll have played at least Jedi Fallen Jedi, Jedi Survivor will have been out. How are we going to discuss it on the show? Because we got to, like, we can't spoil it. I I think we just don't discuss story bits. We just discuss, like, how we enjoy playing it. Like, maybe. I wish there was, like, a co-op mode on there. Sure. Because I'm definitely getting it. Like, I'm trying to decide Mm -hmm. if I should buy it digitally or physically. Well, so for me, I really want to play it, but it's the next gen console exclusive, and I'm still mm-hmm. running Xbox One, so uh, I'll have to I'll have to upgrade to the Series S before I can play it. I'm and just gonna I'm mail not... you my Series S until you beat the story, and you can mail it back to me. Okay, I have, a, P- I have so a PS5 nice too, yeah. so I'm getting on PS5. So. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. on PS5 as well. So I, it's one of those I really want to play it, but I don't want to drop mm-hmm. $300 for a console and another oh, 70 for, sure. for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah, wait a few months. Sure. Yeah, I totally cool. agree with that. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. I didn't realize it was that close. What day it's, is that? Come yeah, out it comes officially? out like next week, <laughs> or like yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm now. Yeah, the twenty eighth. Cool. So wow. um, that's a Friday discuss, too, right? It is a Friday. I'm pretty sure it's a Friday. Nice. I'm clearing the calendars. I'm clearing the calendars for that night, for sure. Um, yeah. So let's move on to some Mandalorian chapter 23 and chapter 24 spoiler warning i'm sure if you're nerd enough to listen to the star wars collecting podcast you've seen all of the mandalorian by now so there's a fair warning if you haven't we're, we're gonna spoil it we're gonna talk about everything 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 yeah um i would say this is the most toyetic episodes of mandalorian they've ever had oh yeah for sure we need so many figures from these so many episodes. figures they're just I mean, gonna bump like hopefully the second half of twenty three is just like from everything just from this. Like I'd be happy with yeah. that. That'd be great. I already I'd be okay. I'd be okay uh, if they did a full wave, eight brand new figures. <laughs> I already released my top ten most wanted Mando season three figures video. Okay. Um before we talk about the episodes, let's just do it. Top top three figures that you want to see from these last two episodes. Luke Ness, go. Oh, oh wow. definitely Mando Moff Gideon. Okay. Uh the Mando like Stormtrooper. Yep. And then the Praetorian Guards. Okay. Zachness. <laughs> Easily the Moff Gideon with the updated armor and the helmet. Um, I'm going to go, obviously, that that new trooper, right? And then um, I'm going to go Grogu in the IG. Okay. Yeah, that's so, I need it. 
I love it yeah. and I need it. So for for Mikeness, uh definitely <laughs> Grogu in the IG twelve suit. Uh I'm also gonna say Moff Gideon in the Dark Trooper armor whatever they're calling it. But for me, the third one, and this is dumb and you, and I might get poo pooed for this, but the armor with her gold jetpack. Mm. Are you kidding you me? Go. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, sick. I that's was cool. like, that's sick. She looks awesome with a jetpack. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is really yeah. sick. Uh, but Wilbon brings up a good point. Um, the IG 12 suit would be a, a new mold. hundred percent. It would have, have to be a new mold. Yeah. And, and if they want to bring, you know, the the remade IG eleven with using that same, you know, mostly new mold or whatever, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that too. But I mean, yeah, that, and then they could release eighty eight from mm-hmm. the new mold and, and all that. So that'd be, they could yeah, they could mm-hmm. make some money on on doing that. I'd rebuy yeah, both of sure. those if they fixed them. I'll what do you agree. think the price point would be on the Grogu in uh, in the new IG? If they did it so Grogu wasn't removable. I I think they could just do it for a, re- a regular price point, honestly. Like I think so. Oh, if he's like, yeah. Well, if it's like just like the top they could just half sculpt of his body. him in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe make his head removable or whatever. But like, he doesn't have to be removable. Like they can just sculpt him mm-hmm. in the yeah. cockpit. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Like I don't need another Grogu floating around. You know, like I'm. It's yeah. it's I would keep it's him in there one, regardless. So if he's yeah, removable, exactly. or not, it wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. matter. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely see them doing some kind of build-up pack or something stupid to make it really expensive. But. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Maybe they'll make a build-up pack where it'll have the, the IG-11 statue where the top is removable, and then you can plug in the Grogu <laughs> cockpit, and then it's like a whole thing. As long creative. as I get the statue, no. I'm happy. That'd be cool. Yeah. The display piece. Yeah. So, but but also like like yes you guys said, no. the the trooper, the the Imperial Mandalorian troopers looked so great. I thought like, they were clones for some reason. I are they clones oh, of I Moff need to Gideon? No, no, they they're not clones of Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon never finished his clones. Although, I mean, if we want to talk about story wise, we can jump right to the end. I'm I I would bet money that one of those force sensitive Moff Gideon clones didn't die. Oh, guarantee it. Oh, nobody dies in Star Wars. Nobody is nobody gone. dies in Star Wars. <laughs> I, <laughs> was was that even the actual Moff Gideon that we were well, seeing? That we saw die. I saw. Someone I saw, asked, well, "We didn't. Did he die? Like, yeah, listen, Beskar were protected from a lot. It's not going to protect you from a giant fireball." He was wearing technically. He was wearing Beskar Beskar alloy, not pure Beskar. So exactly. That's also why the true. troopers. Yeah. The troopers did in the beginning of the finale take some. Mm-hmm shots to the chest and survive which yeah. i was happy about but for the most part they get shot and die but well, also a lot of their wearing... hits were in their joints yeah. like they were they're under the helmet yeah. or in the shoulders and stuff yeah, where... but they are wearing yeah. beskar alley which is technically yeah. not full beskar so it's a little more yeah a little I, less durable i saw this yeah. theory i know it's in the chat here but uh this moff gideon didn't have the mustache that season one and two version Oh. And so the prediction is all the clones also didn't have the mustache. So that so the the guess is that this version oh. is a clone too. Just not a force sensitive version like just, the ones yeah, they were going. Not this force sensitive version. Oh. Can I say though? Mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the downfalls of season three is having the big villain through like at the end of the series be someone that we've already seen. 
Mando beat before. So I feel like if this Gideon, if this Moff Gideon dies and it's a clone and then he comes back in season four it's like really we're doing this whole moff gideon yeah. thing can we please push this but if he has force powers role? he's gonna be stronger so so this gideon That's was stronger true. than the last That's one because he had armor on mm-hmm. um and then if if he comes back again but this time he has force powers then you're right it's the same guy again but like he comes that back would be stronger cool. but if he time. comes back and it's the mustache version and he's like oh you didn't actually get me <laughs> Yeah. You know, that that is gonna be kind of like, come on, we need to move past this. I know every season they have to fight Moff Gideon. At the end he blows up and it's like, oh, Team Gideon's blasting off again. Yeah. And that's because yeah. at some point with like whenever villains don't ever accomplish anything, they get to this point where they're the mustache twirling, Oh, I'll get mm-hmm. you next time, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he comes back, it's gonna start turning into Oh, I'll get you next time, Mandalorian. You know, well, it's, I'll, it's I'll get kinda, you next time. It's kind of the problem that, you know, you have with, with when you have a TV show like this. So, like, for instance, in Rebels, when they introduced Thrawn, you're like, well, how how can you make Thrawn scary and good but but have the Rebels not constantly lose? Because mm-hmm. you, you don't want the good guys to, to lose, but also Thrawn has to be kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So anytime he lost, he's always like, oh, it was all part of my plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. like that. But then in like, you know, recent media with, with Darth Vader, like Darth Vader, they did a, they've done a really good job of making Darth Vader like n- not lose <laughs> or, or just be yeah. terrifying, you, you know? So, uh, yeah, you're right, because it does get a little bit of a recurring villain gets defeated again, but he'll Mm -hmm. be back. Yeah, that's why I I thought Thrawn was going to pop up at the end somehow, and then that was going to lead us to the Ahsoka show. Like the the post-credit scene, yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. thought that. Was, everyone thought that. I was very surprised that there was no post-credit scene with Thrawn. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't care either way, because it's not like. It's not like I'm not going to watch Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show, you know, mm-hmm. but it would have been cool to see. Um, but you, you could argue the best part of the Book of Boba Fett show that wasn't Mandalorian <laughs> or Luke was the post credit scene from Mandalorian season two. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, when they walk into it was so Jabba's cool. palace he shoots or Big Fortuna. Yeah, yeah. You know, he shoots <laughs> Thick Fortuna and takes thick, over the yeah. You're not that wrong. Was, that was arguably the best part of the show yeah. and it wasn't even in the show. So yeah. let's let's talk about episode 23. Um, yeah. At the beginning, you know, there's a little council. This is a cold opening. Pretty much everyone saw it at Star Wars Celebration. Um, I, I, the whole time that they were talking, I honestly was expecting Thrawn to just like, because he's like, oh, is Thrawn even back? Do we even know who Thrawn is? Who cares about Thrawn? Like, I was, I was expecting Thrawn to just like walk in as a hologram, like in the middle, and be like, yo, I'm Thrawn. What's up? Okay, um, and, and I was a little disappointed that didn't happen, but uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't, I guess. But it was just something mm-hmm. I was expecting. Yeah. What did I, you think of the, the little Imperial Council? I liked it. I I I liked how you kind of see some some of the officers with like the First Order outfit, mm-hmm. some of them with like the Imperial, kind of like how they're they're kind of getting towards first yes. order so they're still yeah. they're just leaving the little subtle hints here and there i really like yeah that. they're they're doing a good job of sort of building from the empire into the first order visually mm-hmm. kind of progressing that way and i love seeing those tears of people like oh the sequels are going to be retcon like they're not going to retcon no, they're not the sequels they're, like what they're going to do is they're going to f- they're going to fix they're going to flesh flush it out mm-hmm. um and and i've always said that like you know people didn't like the prequels like people my age didn't like the prequels when the prequels came out until we started warming up to it 
when like the the Clone Wars came out. Mm-hmm. And the Clone Wars fleshed out a lot of the stories and gave you more time with the characters and things like that. And they're going to do the exact same thing with the sequels where where they're going to release media like this. And uh, and that's going to get people more excited or, or happier with the sequels because they're going to sort of build into it instead of just feeling so jarring. Um, okay, so I have to stop talking because Zach has come back with my finished 3D printed. I, I heard my 3D Hunter. printer stop and I was like, his yeah. thing is done. I can I can hear it not be so yeah. loud. It, the second piece finished, the, the bar piece. It so looks good. In the Patreon intro, I showed Mike what I've been cooking for him on the 3D printer. It's the Doc Onder set. So I still got to print the little frame for here. Yeah. And then the little pieces to hold the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. There this you is go. a a Luke, uh, not Luke, this wow, a Landspeeder Luke design for the people listening. If you want a little Doc Onder display to go with your upcoming Doc Onder figure, uh, mm-hmm. he's got a little 3D printable. Yeah thing coming out and i got i got to print a little silver piece that goes here and then a little brown vent for you that goes here so and just then little some, pieces some yeah just some little like yeah. rebels but yeah i'll have this in the mail thank you in a couple days Perfect. once i get their small stuff printed so yeah continue i just wanted to show you that real quick yeah thanks um did you did you know any of the people in in there before like when you were watching it did, did you have that that uh that leonardo DiCaprio meme going on where you're pointing like i know that i know that person um i think the only person that i knew was uh like hux's dad or whatever only because i saw the spoiler on i saw a spoiler Mm. for it so Mm. i only whenever they stole hux or whatever i was like oh that's definitely like his dad it's funny that it's it's played by don gleason's brother brother yeah so his his dad is his brother (laughs) So it's like Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Kentucky for a second. Anyway, it's yeah, some I mean, southern state. Yeah. Um, Arkansas is probably a better. Mi- I think Mississippi. Mississippi. Sorry. Okay. There we sorry, go. Sure. sorry all about Mississippi. And Alabama. Yeah. Um, somewhere down there. Um, but I obviously whenever they said Hux, I knew. But I, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool that Hux is in charge of the cloning yeah, and then so that's that kind of explains why his son is so high in the first order because if he's kind of if he takes control over that cloning process, but I just wish they wouldn't have made Hux such a, a like a a weasel in the sequels, especially <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. they they totally like made him a weasel, but um, I didn't realize that the guy with the stash was the guy from the books. Yeah, the Emerald Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And, yeah. yeah. He's Thrawn's right hand right hand person, yeah. Yeah, he's Thrawn's right hand man in the in yeah, the books. Wh- yeah. I, I, as soon as they said his name, I was like, Oh my god. Or I don't know if they said mm-hmm. his name, but I recognized him. I was like, That's that's Emerald Play. Well, that's he was also awesome. the one kind yeah. of defending Thrawn in the Yes he was, yeah. In the yeah. little round table they were having, which yeah. was really cool. Um so that was so, a fun, unexpected, like legends expanded mm-hmm. universe. No, that's not even because I think he was also in Rebels, I'm pretty sure. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I pretty thought, sure I he's in so. Rebels. So yeah, I just I think with this re- with this Empire Imperial Roundtable, mm-hmm. I wish we could have got a little bit more Empire throughout mm-hmm. the series for for season three. Sure. To sprinkle a little bit more of this stuff in to help build to the finale a little. Yeah. So I mean, I, I want to get into like the whole ramifications of the whole season mm-hmm. after we kind of talk about yeah. these two episodes, mm-hmm. but I'll, I definitely have things to say about that for sure. Oh, um, but kind of, 
kind of moving on to, to, to chapter 23 there. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I know a lot of people were like, oh, the spies. Who's a spy? Is Axe Woves the spy? Is the armor the spy? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're to- everyone's spies. And like, it was no, so guys, annoying, all the discourse about really- that. Yeah, it's just a girl with a probe droid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, like, it was her, but it was. It's also so it's also in, the group. I feel like it was also the group that was just group, going to look they're, at Mandalore. They're spying the the land. There, so there's specifically there's a Bible story about this where uh, Moses of, of biblical fame sends like a group of twelve spies to to spy out the the promised land. To report back to see if it's uh, like inhabitable or like what it's like, basically, uh, and that's exactly what happened with this. Is they're like, okay, we gotta go, you know, we're gonna go check it out. We're gonna see what it is. So it's it's literally the same story. Like that mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. they were and they were called the twelve spies. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like I, the whole time I'm like, it doesn't make sense for the armor to be uh to be a, a, a traitor because it was her idea to join the two groups together and if it was her idea and she was a bad guy why well, wouldn't would, join them together well well yeah well, and, and it wouldn't be a surprise to gideon because in the, be- mm-hmm. at the beginning when when the girl the real spy was like yeah they're joining together and he's like that doesn't make sense they're enemies you know like if if she had been a spy he'd be like yes everything's going according to plan you know because she it would have been mm-hmm. yeah it would have been his decision i guess or, or he would have at least known about it yeah so yeah, yeah I, the, I I was a little suspicious of Axe Woves because like, you know, my my brother like like he kind of bailed. Where right? is he? Where is he flying to? Is he gonna fly <laughs> out into space? Like they're only like the armor already left in their only ship. Where is he going? You yeah. Know? yeah. But the answer is no. He really he flew into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, that, I feel like they did. They did a pretty good job with Axe Wolves' character. In oh season, man, like Se- seeing him. him, yeah, seeing him take over the the cruiser and like take control of it, and the whole time, like, oh, don't don't sacrifice yourself, man. You got a jetpack, like, yeah. you, you got this. You don't have to. You don't have to go down with the ship. And then as soon as he, like, he broke the window and bailed out, I'm like, okay, we're good. Yeah. 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 I do We're like good. it how these two episodes kind of run like directly together. Yes, they're they're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you could watch that whole this, movie almost. They did the same thing with season one, where the last two episodes mm-hmm. are are basically just one kind of long story. Yeah, yeah. Less so for season two, but definitely this. I feel like this season and season one have a lot of parallels. Yeah, I like, agree. I agree with that. Like see, season one had some out there cameos. It had some ups and downs. It had some some episodes where they're just kind of he's they're just he's just running like he isn't. There's no goal. He's just like they're chasing me. I'm, I will I'm say gonna, I'm gonna go here now. You know, season one had some out there cameos, but they sure. were at least good at acting. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> like Lizzo it, it's was crazy. Just, you could just tell Lizzo was reading off of, of a card. Oh, for sure. You know, for like sure, a big sign. For sure, it's crazy. Actually, how good Bill Burr Everybody is. Read, read oh, your yeah. lines. It's crazy. Read your lines. Okay. Uh, um, Gro- Grogu, Sir Grogu, would you like something to eat? To eat? <laughs> oh, sorry. Would could I feed the child? Gro- Grogu, could we have Mandalorians. Would you like to okay. see our? Oh, who hired? Who hired her? Who hired? Her? <laughs> Anyways, 
John, this is what you sent me. John, this is what you sent me. I got to work. This is what I got to work with. We're doing a bit. <laughs> I liked Jack Black. Oh, he was fine. He's a good actor, though. That's to what I'm me, saying. He fit his he, role. He and Pelly Moto are about the same in terms of like. They're, oh, yeah. Agreed. They're equally as goofy, if, if, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it did take me out like the first time. Uh, it took me out of the whole episode. Just because, like, I'm like, that's just Jack. That's just Jack Black. He's just Jack Black, and <laughs> yeah. he's jacking off over there. But, uh, but you know, it's it's crazy. Like, like I said, like you've got you got um, Amy Sedaris and Jack Black and Lizzo and freaking Christopher Lloyd, and mm-hmm. and they're fine. But you're all like, they they're just cameos. But then you've got freaking Bill Burr, who just feels like he's part of the world. Like none of these other guys to me. They feel like cameos, like they mm-hmm. they feel like they're they're the guest of the week or whatever. But but Bill Burr's episode, like both of his episodes, his, like <laughs> his yeah. second episode, he delivered arguably the best acted scene in all of Star Wars. I wouldn't say all of Star Wars. I would say all of Mandalorian. Yeah, well, all agree. of Disney Star Wars. And no, I would no Andor. Andor has okay. Andor is very good, but that Andor scene alone has, has so much that, emotion in his. I will. You could. Just, I will say that there. scene. That it's scene rivals. It, it, it rivals a lot of those monologues we got from Andor. But I would say Andor yeah. had more of those versus Mandalorian, which just had. Like basically the one. I, I agree. It's just a different it, style of of show. It, they're, they're they're different style of shows actually. You, you have that that scene with with uh, Bilber, Biggs Mayfeld or whatever, and then you have the scene at the end of season two where Grogu and Din are saying goodbye or whatever, and then like those are the two most like heartfelt scenes in mm-hmm. all of their like with the best acting and everything else kind of ranges from eh, it's cheesy to oh it's pretty good, but like nothing really hits that like goosebumps on your arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, back back to the episodes though. Um, what okay? What what were the highlights of the episode for um, you guys? Are, are we just talking about twenty three? Are we doing both of them? Let's just do both because, like I said, they're they all run one. together. They're, they're, all they're, they're all it's like one long episode. Yeah. The highlight, I I really liked the R five stuff. I thought that was pure Star Wars. Like I feel like Agreed. George Lucas would have wrote that. Like the little Agreed. mouse droids come in. With Agreed. The, yeah. You know, burr, and they, burr, burr, they get the police burr, lights. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. And then I thought it was funny when R5 flies away, one of the asteroids just falls off. Like, just like, yeah, um, that was some, great. Yeah. Some dumb humor yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like R2 and Chopper would have fought them, but R5 just like, nah, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then I really <laughs> liked. I really liked when Bo Katan was kind of starting to get overwhelmed by Moff Gideon mm-hmm. that. She said, "We're better together. Like Mandalorians mm-hmm. are stronger together." And then Dan comes attacking from behind. Mm-hmm. So, because I feel like if it were back in the day, Bo, she wouldn't have wanted Dan's help. Oh, yeah, she would try to sure. do it one on one. But true. now, kind of shows some character growth that the yep. Mandalorians are uniting. And I feel like this might—I haven't seen anybody talk about this. It just kind of clicked. Dan defeated Moff Gideon like super easily. The light, whenever he claimed the dark saber from him, well, in season, the end of season two, this mm-hmm. Moff Gideon put up a pretty sick fight. It was the armor. You think it was the armor? Oh, because yeah, he, 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 he's, he also had he's a cool more, staff. Sure, um, but he's but fighting Bo Katan with a dark saber, and he still put up a pretty good fight. I feel like it well, might his, have been a, this one might have been he, a clone. He has Beskar armor, but also you, you could hear the servos when he was moving, That's like, like his. Yeah, yeah, he 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 has like it, it's it, he it's uh, I can't talk. He said when he introduced himself in at the it's end better of better because it has meat and like the armor's better. 
Well, yeah, but it also has the it's it's a dark trooper armor specifically. Mm. So it has like those servos and robotics. So he's his strength That's and true. movement speed and stuff is all augmented. It's by all like the he armor. got upgraded essentially. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Very video gamey, I would say. Very you know, no, fight, fight a villain at the end. That's a little very, different from the last one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally. Very video gamey. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there weren't. I was expecting deaths. Uh, there was only one. I was too. There was only one major death in the last episode. Um, oh, there was one de- one major death in the 23rd episode. We could talk about that real quick, real fast. That's mm-hmm. that's pause. How are we feeling about pause? I I like that scene. Um, I thought it was it was a really cool scene. I love watching him put up a fight, and he killed all of the the stormtroopers. It was one of those like, oh, he he actually won. I w- and then the yeah, we, I was not guards, expecting him to win. Yeah, and then the, the Praetorian guards, guards came started in walking out. That was badass. If he had fought those guys fresh with his blaster, I think he could have won. I think he would have been closer. Yeah, I don't sure. think but he would have won, but I think he would have put it. He would have got one of them at least. I think, I think yeah you're right I think you're right probably but yeah. he had he, his blaster was overheated which I think was cool to see oh, yeah mm-hmm. um, it adds realism it does yeah and then also you know he just fought off literally like 20 25 guys or whatever mm-hmm. and then the Praetorian guards come in um I I think he probably could have won or he would have had a better chance but it was a lot for one person but a lot of people are complaining like how come he didn't escape with them or or why he couldn't fit through the hole (laughs) Bo-Katan didn't make a bigger big enough circle They, they got to show the deleted scene where he's like sticking through. He's like, I can't make it. <laughs> the one without me, I'm too big. <laughs> My shoulders don't fit. And then he's got to hold them on. Yeah. I did. You know what scene I really like now that now that I'm thinking about Paz? Uh, I love the scene about him and Axe like basically playing chess and like arguing over the rules and mm-hmm. getting into like a fist fight over it. Like, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was pretty good. And then uh, Grogu, like, Breaking him up, breaking him up with his with his uh his yes yes no mech. Mm-hmm. That I think that might be the funniest scene in all of Star Wars. Honestly, I when, love the yes no mech. When I, when he's just when they're walking through the market, just yes yes yeah. yeah me yes, and my wife were yes. sitting there like absolutely loving it. It was fabulous because you could just tell Din was like such an annoyed dad. He was uh-huh. like he doesn't he he's not old enough to operate this. And Grogu was like stumbling around the room, no. hitting like yes uh, and no. Gr- Grief Karga is basically that that uncle that gives the kid like a, a toy with batteries in it. And yeah. that's, that's what happened. I do yeah. like how Grief Karga is like the fun uncle. Yeah, he is the fun uncle. That's exactly Funkle Funkle Karga. Speaking of Grogu. Um, he his force powers were pretty prominent this episode at the end. Yeah, versus well, he's definitely it showed growth. Like out his, you know, a lot of people are complaining that like the whole thing that happened in Book of Boba Fett was a waste, but I don't think it was. I think he definitely unlocked a lot of that trauma and and grew. Yeah, Luke helped in, him remember exactly. All of his, like, all of his training, yeah, yeah, exactly, because he was already trained. Like he'd been in the academy. It wasn't like he was. A brand new, a newborn baby, mm-hmm. and had never used the force before. So um, I think this this episode showed because Lily, my wife, kept expecting him to faint like he did in the first two seasons. That's what I thought. I thought um, he was going to. You know, after he after he does anything big, he like falls asleep for a, a day or whatever. Yeah. 
so that didn't happen because he's better at using the force and can do it more and all that stuff and i liked how he wasn't using the force to like lift up the praetorians and rip them apart and like throw them Mm -hmm. on the wall he was just like slightly moving their weapons out of the way yes just to give like dan and like the advantage in the fight i was like it was a good subtle use of his force powers to not make him overwhelming and then to save him from the fire like he did from the incinerator trooper in yeah. season one at the end yeah. except in like, like a, in like yeah. a mass yeah like a hundred times more fire was was really oh full. yeah oh uh, what do we what do we think about din's hallway scene that that was my favorite scene of the whole third season that was my yeah. favorite it was awesome yeah that was sick and especially whenever he's calling back to r5 like open the, about opening open the, yeah open what the, was your favorite weapon that he he used and why was it the shield and baton <laughs> That was sick. I liked that he was wearing one of the Stormtroopers jetpacks. Jetpacks, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know me with my collection. I'm a very scene specific person. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need a Mandalorian with the the clone jetpack. Give, give him the riot shield. The give him the jetpack. Jet give him the, the riot shield. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. That that'd be pretty cool. And then a little Lane Speeder Luke diorama with some red. Look at that laser looking thing yeah. door. Yeah, they were like some oh. translucent red. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, Phantom Menace, can we copy your homework?" He's like, "Yeah, but don't make it look <laughs> make like it you copied." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a nice like John Wick pick up the weapons. Oh, as for he sure, was so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, whatever I, those like twin blasters he got towards mm-hmm. the end, like those things are awesome. Really showed how was, like skilled Din is. Sure. Yeah, I will say I am disappointed that we didn't get, and we all know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. But I want Pedro Pascal to be the Mandalorian, and like he's just the voice. And because whenever he revealed his face in season two, we thought we were gonna get more Pedro, you know, with the helmet off mm-hmm. coming into season three, and we didn't get a single. We got a scene in both the first two seasons. We didn't get a single scene of him in season three so there's a theory it's because they were filming the last of us at the same time so he, he also be... did that movie with yeah nicholas cage with so he's nicholas been very cage. busy so he's, he's yeah. been busy and i could see if he wasn't there as often to be there but i feel like they could have squeezed him in one for or one. two scenes yeah. I was expecting, I'll be honest, at the beginning of the, of the last episode, I was expecting Gideon to take off his mask, like to unhelmet him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's not like it's not like it's a big deal anymore because like, oh, I'll just go back yeah. down to the water. It's not a big deal. Yeah, that's <laughs> I what, know where it is now. <laughs> that's yeah. what my, I thought yeah. he was going to have it forcefully removed yeah. by uh, Moff Gideon. And then yeah. he was going to say, like Pedro or Din was going to say like, um, we've united with all of Mandalore. Basically, like, it's not that big a deal anymore. And then just not worry about. Yeah, yeah. I I almost don't like that he rejoined like the Creed that way, just because yeah. they put so much character development into him kind of moving on from his past and like adopting Grogu in season two, and then like they in in the span of Book of Boba Fett and the first episode of the Mandalorian season three, they completely undid all of the character development that they gave him in the second season. Yeah. I wish he would have, I wish he would have left or not like left the creed, but like, I wish he would have joined with a bow. Like, okay, we don't need to wear our helmets all the time. Like, like, come on. We're, so we're better here's, than this. I'm, I'm thinking it was kind of more of a, uh, do you know what a, a rum springer is? It's a it's an Amish thing where they let their their young 
basically because they grow up being so coddled, you know, not coddled. Are, are we but talking like about the, the TV show where it's like a uh, where they're like they send them to New York for two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that concept. It's a real Amish. thing they do. Breaking yeah, it's it, it's a real thing they do. Where like you know you grow up no technology in this very strict environment, and then they're like okay, no, you go out and and you know make your decision if if this is what you want. So they let the kids go out and experience the real world, and they don't have any of those same rules and stuff like that. But then they kind of come back, um, and you know rejoin. And and now they have like they know what they're missing, so mm-hmm. they're not like as tempted in the in the beginning. You're like, so I, I feel like it's kind of like that kind of situation. Oh yeah, where sure. where he knows what it's like now to maybe forsake his how he grew up, mm-hmm. and he he made the choice to do this. So it's not like I I don't know if I agree that it's going back on character development. I think it's him experiencing new things and making a conscious decision on how he wants to live because it's not like let's be honest like it's weird it's restrictive but it's not like it's it's not like it's detrimental or oh anything, yeah you know sure. yeah they're, they're not like sacrificing children <laughs> or yeah. anything that you know is it's it, they're not they're not doing bad things it's just a weird way of life they have so i mm-hmm. I, I don't know like it's it's not well, that whatever it is whatever it is the creatives made him do the wrong decision and whether <laughs> whether there are like in my opinion sure but whether there are behind the scenes things with pedro we don't know yeah. about there was the rumors that he had a fallen out with lucasfilm who knows if it was about pay or you know or not being like helmetless yeah. that often who knows I, I don't know but there were rumors about that and then he's just really busy so hopefully season four He's like the well, hottest, see, yeah. you know, actor in the world right now. So he really is, absolutely. So maybe, uh, I think maybe he's wanting Lucasfilm to pay up, like up that contract, up the contract be. per episode, because he's getting quite a bit from HBO now. But I think one of the things they did really well was set up a season four. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like with season two ending, you're like, oh man. They it was almost a cliffhanger where it's like oh Grogu's going off with Luke Skywalker like what where are we gonna go from here but like I feel like I know where season four is gonna go like they basically set it up Luke not Luke um Mando and Grogu are going to go on their adventures so he can teach Grogu how to be a Mandalorian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like I'm, that makes sense to me did you feel like that the whole takeover the planet of Mandalore thing was wrapped up. Faster than you thought because I thought it was going to go into the next season. I it was very fast, 100%. Because I feel like I feel like we should have gotten, and I guess we're kind of moving to like the overall season. Yeah, um, I feel like we should have gotten a little, let's do it. Yeah, I feel like we should have gotten a little bit more of the Empire on Mandalore before we got the takeover and a little bit more of a struggle to take it over rather than like. The final two we like episodes were there, and then it's done. You know, I thought we were gonna have a big struggle, and it was like the episodes were great, and I love the two episodes. But I thought they were gonna continue that in the next. And who knows, next season we still might get Bo struggling to take, you know, to fully take over the planet. Um, but I, I thought they went a little quick with that, based on how the season, like what we got. What do you all think? Well, I think this this season clearly showed that just because you've taken something over doesn't mean 
you're you, everything's good and and, mm-hmm. and the, the problems are solved like the new republic is a shit show Absolutely. <laughs> let's be honest and it makes sense that it is because anyway it took 19 years before the emperor and he was a fascist dictator it took him 19 years to dissolve the senate and he could have done that on day one if he knew that he could do it and competently rule the galaxy mm-hmm. and now it you know it's only, to, to it takes there. time to set up a government and, and get things sorted out especially if you're transferring it over um so i i think i don't think that they're done with that storyline i think basically they just got to the point where they've retaken mandalore from the empire but they'll it still leaves room for it's not like they don't have any more internal conflicts. They still have mm-hmm. very two different groups with different with two different ideologies. You know, they haven't suddenly become okay with each other. You know, uh, yeah. I, I think there's still room for for that to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say though, with episode was it three where it spends like an hour hanging out with Pershing and Elia. Is that her name? And I'm like, this is, I mean, this, this doesn't feel like it belongs in the show, but if it goes somewhere, I'll, I'm okay with it. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like it, I feel like it didn't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Not this season anyways. <laughs> Not and this season. That's yeah. why I, I do feel like this season struggled a little bit yeah. from Rangers of the New Republic getting canceled because Agreed. they said, oh, yeah. they, said sure. that they took some storylines of that and put it in Mandalorian. Agreed. So I feel like Mandalorian was better. And I still, I still liked it. Like the season was good. Yeah. Like it was a good season, but I feel like it might have been better when it wasn't trying to cover like such a. It was doing too much. I, mm-hmm. Like it's, it's starting to do a little too much. It's starting to be yeah. like not the Mandalorian. It's starting to be like Star Wars almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. like think about it. Like we're in this time period, but they're starting to tell the time period story in the Mandalorian. Is it, I feel it's like I'm not making sense. A little, like, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. You want them just to focus on Mandalorian and, and his story, but it, it's kind of bleeding into like an overall galaxy it's, span yeah, it's story. Like an, yeah. It's starting to be like an overall galaxy. And it's fine, yeah. but I just feel like yeah. the story was probably like the show was probably a little better when it yeah. was that. But now well, we're getting all the Repu- new Republic I, stuff in there. and I think that's what they're setting up for season four, though. I think I feel like the end of oh, this yeah. season basically set just what you're saying up for season four to make sure mm-hmm. that that's what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think overall, I have a lot of like mixed emotions. Like I, I, sure. I really liked the season, but I, I kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth, almost. Um, I, I just feel like with waiting over two years for mm-hmm. only eight episodes, there was what three. Pretty much, I don't want to say filler episodes, but pretty much three filler episodes. Uh, like the pilot was a weak pilot for season three. Um, I actually, I think that was it my was least. A table setter pilot. It was my it was my mm-hmm. least favorite episode of the season, just because like the entire thing is him pretty much going to to try to fix IG Eleven, and then that storyline really doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of goes not to, till the very end. Yeah. And <laughs> like the last two minutes of the last episode. <laughs> and, and yeah, so I, well, I, that's not true. Cause that's, that's how they decided to, to make Grogu's little, 
little mech thing. Yeah, so and kind of if they there. kept if they kept the mech, I would have been fine with it. But then they killed off the the mech suit and just brought yeah. back normal IG eleven. So it just felt pointless to me. Yeah, he got a demotion back to IG eleven. Yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. liked it if they would have kept the mech suit as like not Grogu's not in it all the time. But when they go on these missions and they got to sneak around, you, could, and yeah, you want that instead yeah. of the pram? Throw him in there. You, you want you want him in the little mech instead of his pram? Yeah, mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, he, he can store the IG thing in the bottom of the N one, and then whenever they're in a you know in a mission where they need to kill some people, Grogu hops in that thing, and they they go do their thing. They just need to add a yes no button to his pram. <laughs> yeah, that'd be but, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like there was the Doctor Pershing episode, which was I really loved that episode. I like the episode by itself, as a yeah, absolutely. Episode, yep. But yep. as an episode of the Mandalorian, it's Correct. just not there. I would hundred percent agree. Yeah. And then the I think this another one is like the Jack Black episode. One of my favorites <laughs> of the the whole all three seasons because it's one of those it's like a Mandalorian almost like detective cop. It's mystery. a CSI episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I absolutely loved it, but for that point in the season with so much tension over about to take Mandalore and the whole storylines, all these like uh, these points that they've made just to kind of make this random side quest, it was just not placed at the right point in the season to me. Well, the whole point was to to reclaim the the Mandalorians that were on that planet. It yeah, really I, just, they really they couldn't have just gone to where they are on the planet. No, because they, they said they to, couldn't. That was a whole conversation they had at the beginning of the episode. I know, but and that's, I, that's just plot convenience to me. Yeah, of guess. course it was. No, they had to stretch it out a little bit. No, you're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. I, I just feel like it struggled but, with. But we got to see Din Djarin kicking super battle droids. Oh, okay, which is, that made it I worth it. it. Oh yeah! If that's what we had to do to get a super battle droid in the black series, yeah, it's all worth it. If we got to have a Lizzo episode to get a super battle droid, I'll have a whole, I'll have a whole season of the Lizzo, and I don't have anything against Lizzo. I just have an issue with like the stunt casting yeah. thing. No, the like, real crime is having two two musicians, two fantastic artists, and have neither of them sing a song. I feel like I feel like the crime is like I'm all for Lizzo in Star Wars. Like, give her a cameo, sure. but. She was Sing, like carrying a club or something. Yeah, she was yeah. carrying scenes. Yeah, like why? Why is she like have like a, one of them like a lot of dialogue? It's just too stale. They should have just had her like in the background, like say a couple lines. Hey, hey, yeah, you love Star Wars. Hey, Your I'm dad Lizzo. Loves Star Wars. <laughs> That's Lizzo. She loves Star Wars. She's here. Hey, I'm Jack Black. This is Lizzo. We're on Mandalorian. Yeah. Stay She's, tuned. She's the yeah, new, and then do uh, the Disney uh, thing, and then the yeah, new do the little ears. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jack Black, and you're watching The Mandalorian, and then just do the little ears. <laughs> yeah, it's the Grogu ears, though, instead of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, hundred yeah, percent. They have to do the Grogu. have to Grogu ears. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm singing dying. at a bar would have been sick. Yeah. Yeah, if they'd gone to like a cantina and they were singing at a bar, like I, I would hundred percent buy that. Like, get you know what? Now that I thought about it, I want a Lizzo Jack Black song. Have them sing peaches. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yes. if you if you were directing a Star Wars movie and you could pick one celebrity in the world to make a cameo, who would you pick? Jeff Goldblum. Interesting. <laughs> I was just the first thing that popped in my Le- head. I've lead actor idea. or cameo? What would you do there? Oh, I oh man, I don't know. If we're doing lead actor, I don't think I'd choose Jeff Goldblum. He'd be more of a cameo, kind of like yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're you're springing this on me. I'm sorry. You're rum springing this on me, and I I can't 
I can't. I can't make a decision like that. That's too Blakeness, big. Blakeness, who would you who would you uh, contact to make a cameo in your Star Wars movie? I don't know. I think um, I think the the actor that plays uh, Doc Ock. Oh, um, Alfred so, Molina. Yeah, I think he would make a great uh, like Imperial officer. I, almost. I agree with that. Yeah. Or so like as more of, <laughs> more of like a main character villain, but. On the other side of that, William Luke Defoe Skywalker, would make a brilliant sick but lazy. Officer. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. William Defoe wouldn't make a sick villain. Oh, William oh, yeah, Defoe, be, oh, he no, he should be a dark Jedi. Like whoever Good this call, guy is yeah. in Ahsoka with the orange lightsaber or whatever. No, that's William Can Defoe. I talk about the Ahsoka trailer a little bit? Yeah, oh, we should. My <laughs> celebrity camo. I'd pick. I'd, I'd have Mick Jagger like singing a cantina Mick Jagger. or something. <laughs> um, so actually, um, Will, I'm sorry. Wilbon brought up uh, a thing. He said, uh, "Heir to the Empire adaptation when Disney." Um, do you We're think, closer. do you think, here's my theory. Obviously they can't just do a straight heir to the empire adaptation in, into star Wars now. Like Carrie Fisher's dead. All the characters are too old. So my thought is they could adapt it using like Ray and people just like push it even forward into the future, but have a lot of the same kind of story bits and, and plot points be there maybe just I think, change who who's in the story i don't think it would go over very well with fans but i think fans would probably be so many yeah. fans can go f themselves i think we're getting closer and closer to <laughs> that's how we lost all of our viewers right there i think one <laughs> day we're gonna get a series or a movie hopefully a movie with the full cgi luke han and leia like you think so? Already, you think that's how they do it? We've already got Luke. He looked fantastic in Book of Boba Fett. Did he look fantastic? I thought, I we thought he looked great. Yeah, in Mandalorian, Did he sound, season, he didn't sound fantastic. He didn't. The the sound was too. He didn't robotic. have that that Luke like. Have you guys character. seen like, the the AI voices, uh, like TikTok videos where they do like the presidents playing mm-hmm. video games? So the yes, voices I have are getting seen better that. Now. The voice they they're getting better. On. The technology. Is getting there, yeah. For yeah, somebody like, who, who made that in their mom's basement for a TikTok video, like yeah. the voices are incredible. Yeah, and so Luke's vi- visually, Luke and Mandalorian season two didn't look great. In Book of Boba Fett, he looked great, but he didn't have a personality. If they can just bring the person, his like his personality with him, and uh, the looks, I think they can I feel do like, it with. I mean, they did a good job with Darth Vader, and he was all pretty much. AI voice. Yeah, but you can throw in some like robotics with him to cover it up. <clears throat> but see, they're getting better because Kenobi came after. Yeah, after that. So, and yeah. I think no, with the I human voice, you're that's probably not right. Through you're probably robot. right. They probably can do that. They would you rather them do that, or would you rather them like just do a different casting like they did with Han Solo in no, it, the Solo uh, movie? Sorry, I don't care. If we can do, <clears throat> um, I need a drink. Um, preferably tequila. Um. <laughs> If we within how if this Indiana Jones thing goes great with young Harrison Ford, if we can get accurate Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Leia, I'd rather have that over recasting any day. I, I would have to agree. Yeah. Is it not weird though that I mean, like Han, Harrison Ford and and Mark Hamill are alive and they can consent and help and stuff, but Carrie Fisher is dead. Like they they already it, brought her back for Rogue One. As long as she was um, alive when they did Rogue One. Um, as long as her daughter and her family approves, 
I'm that's probably it. true. They're going to get a I think shit ton of money for it. They could probably know? have her daughter do the stand-in. Like, yeah, and then they could CGI parts. it over. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Carrie, I'm sure, up above would be all for it. I think I think the only one I would be fine with them recasting is if they did like a Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. I think that's the only Maybe. one I would I would accept. I feel like now with the CG though, there's no point in recasting. Yeah. You know the one I want to recast is Sebastian Shaw in the forty in the sixtieth oh anniversary. God. Oh Hayden. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So uh final thoughts on, on The Mandalorian season three. Uh rank rank it. One, two, or three. Um, I'm gonna go the best season of The Mandalorian so far has been season two. Agreed. I agree. The with that. second best season of Mandalorian was the premiere season, season one. Okay. And then this, I think it was a good season. It wasn't, well, it was like a good and great. Like it floated in between good and great and eh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, it was a very good season, but it didn't go past the expectations that I had for it coming off season two. Okay. So like what, like a C plus, B plus? I'd give it a, a minus. I feel like with the last two episodes, it got up to like a B minus. B minus? Okay. B minus. What about you, Luke? I think I would put uh, the first season as the best season, in my opinion. Mm, okay. Interesting. Uh, just because I, like I enjoyed it, it the most. Um, sure. I think the second season would be second, and then the third season would be would be last. But I think that all of them stand up on their own. I think they're good seasons. Um, I, I think that I would have maybe structured it a little different like i would have included the Mm -hmm. book of boba fett scene that episode as the Mm -hmm. pilot to season three and then i think i would have pushed back the finale of season three to the pilot of season four and kind of end on the cliffhanger of like paz vizsla's death and then have that that whole battle and like that whole conclusion as the pilot of the fourth season or you hmm. could have that battle in a random episode of ahsoka that's what that's what really would happen (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I think overall it's really good, and I, I enjoyed it more than I did Bad Batch. So I would agree with that. As a whole, I, I agree as a whole. with that. Bad Batch was yeah. it was a it was little bit fine. of a snoozer. It was good. Yeah, I thought yeah. Bad Batch had its like, good episodes, but there were so many of yeah. the Treasure Hunt Omega episodes that I just could not sure. bear to sit through. I, I I see where you're coming from. That I don't disagree. Uh, I think my least favorite Mandalorian season was Book of Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could agree. Um, yeah, that shit was ass. I, <laughs> I don't think it was ass. I rewatched yeah, it. It's not bad. It's not. That's it's harsh. not bad. It's, it's just it's yeah. fine. It's it's okay. Like it, it's I fine. definitely though, I will count it as a season um, of Mandalorian. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like I know it's called Book of Boba Fett, but it's it's the same time period. It's the same people. It's the same directors and people that made it. Like, I mean, honestly, it is a you, season of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, whenever you think about it, all in twenty years, whenever we're thinking yeah. back, all this stuff's gonna run together. Yeah. It's just one long story. So. <laughs> If I yeah. if I sit down and do a full rewatch, like I'm at the very least gonna rewatch the last three episodes of Book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. as part of a Mandalorian rewatch because uh like you you need it. Yeah, it has big need, moments like, in it. Like the it does have Rogu big with the Rancor. That's a big sure. moment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um I would say I like season three better than I like season one. I just really? feel like season Yeah, I do. I like I like and no, don't get me wrong again, like I like them all. I'm not saying I don't like any but of them. But season 1 saved Star Wars, Mike. It's I saved. don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I never thought Star Wars was in trouble in the first place. I really liked season 1, but I feel like season 3 has it I mean it does feel bigger, which to your point like you didn't really like. 
I I liked seeing more stuff. Like I liked seeing you know the Mandalorian story. I liked mm-hmm. seeing um, all the different stuff. I I I liked seeing how you know terrible the New Republic was as a as a country mm-hmm. or as a government or whatever. I just um there were a couple episodes in season one that like I think my least favorite my least favorite episode. In fact, I don't like it, and I'll probably skip it if I ever do a rewatch. Was episode five of season one the one the the one with uh, the uh, Toro the Toro Calican. kid or whatever? Yeah, Toro Toro Calican. Yeah, finishing I just, the debut. That's just the most boring episode. I could of, agree with that. It's just it's. I think it's awful. But now you have to watch it to make because Boba Fett's at the too. end yeah. and Fennec Shan's in it. I know, <laughs> I know, but. I just feel like, why is he there? Like, why he, he gets shot down and they land there? You know, like it's crazy it's just, that that's a Dave Filoni episode too. Yeah, and it's just I just do not like it. Um, where whereas there weren't there weren't any episodes of season three where I'm like I do not like this. Like kind of like you were saying with the with the the episode on on coruscant that was pretty much all coruscant like i didn't hate that storyline i didn't find it boring it just didn't feel like it fit within yeah. within that and and i probably could skip it in the future although you have those little bookends of important bits f- mm-hmm. for the story but mm-hmm. it's still like the, the episode itself was interesting whereas the the episode of that uh, uh, you know in in mm-hmm. episode one the episode five or season season one episode five that's that's just a boring ass episode from start to finish i just do not like it i think i could say the same thing for like i don't know if it's episode two or three of the second season where he yes like, the ice on spider the episode yeah that one was that, so they're just getting from point a to point b and they have to fight ice mm-hmm. spiders all right yeah. and grogu's being a little piece of shit he just mm. he's eating that lady's eggs and and stop it grogu it's not cute and yet the yeah. the, the the icy mando figure is one of my favorite figures i own too so i don't know it's it goes back yeah. and forth. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I don't hate any of the seasons, but I think I like season three better than season one. I still like them both, but I think season two is easily the clear winner for mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with season two being the best. And Lucas has, uh, did you say season one was yeah. you, your I favorite? Think- I think I like season two better for like the the bigger moments it has, but I love sure. season one for its simplicity and just how they introduce these all these new characters and manage to make a Star Wars story without it, like really, I guess incorporating all these the older themes and stuff. They they really mm-hmm. made a, a space western, and I, I love yeah. that, and I hope they go back to that in season four. I really I feel like I feel like the end of season three really felt like that the cowboy went home to his to his homestead mm. and he's put his feet up and now he's gonna you know he's gonna be that that guy they come find when they need help or whatever I did. I, wouldn't that have been better if he was able to take his helmet off and just chill with Kogu there uh, i i did see this this theory <laughs> um all all three original like all three of the trilogies the first movie ended with like the circle fade out like a new mm-hmm. hope did but that was the only one in the first trilogy that did and then uh, phantom menace did and then um I guess it would have been uh, Force Awakens did, but none of the other movies in each trilogy did that. And so the theory is that this is like the end of like part one of like the, the sure. Mandoverse. Yeah. 
And so then there's two more parts to come, I guess. I I, I kind of agree like with that. Theory. The end yeah. of phase one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you start from the beginning and go to the end, like it kind of feels like one long kind of story. Yeah, Did I you like how that. it focused yeah. there for a second, Looney Tunes style? Before <laughs> I it fully I it was a little bit of the frog. Yeah. But, it yeah. was funny. I liked it. I mean, it's it's a neat little little thing. But well, what it, what, one thing I, I wanted to bring up to see what your guys' thoughts are um, before we kind of go is is the inconsistency of jetpacks and how far they can fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a comment talking about axes whenever he's yeah. flying up. That yeah, he had he had plot fuel. Yeah, plot yeah. fuel. Yeah, the, the jetpacks can fly as far as the plot needs them to fly. That's one hundred percent. But if you got to save a, yeah. if you got to save a, you know, a foundling, you can't yeah, fly then, that far. Yeah, they just no. forgot to refuel. That's all. Yeah. Well, then my thought was, you know, they're they're hanging out. None of them were prepared for this. Like they didn't go in for a fight. Like they just were hanging out. They could have mm-hmm. had like almost no fuel left, or we don't really know how far they could have been went. on forty percent. You know Ex- exactly. Or maybe they don't have as many resources because they're just a smaller kind of culvern versus the axe woves, who's part of a larger army, and they've got all the surplus fleet, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, maybe their jetpacks were better. Maybe they got more more fuel to go around. Like there's a lot of if you want, there are some good in universe explanations if you want mm-hmm. to. Yeah, but the real answer is plot, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. cool yeah um so if so, we open it up to the entire yeah. season yeah. instead of just the and it, this might stay true for your yeah. top three but uh what are some like the most like figures that you want from mm. the entire season rather than just the final two episodes mm. i'm kind of having a hard trouble thinking i honestly honest, think like, they're sta- i think they stay the same i think they say other the same than, other than a, a super battle droid <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's probably number one. But I'm not going. I'm not going to count that. <laughs> yeah, I, if we're talking about Mandalorian specific stuff, Lizzo, I, I think, Wilbon said Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo, give me a yeah. give me a Jack Black Lizzo two pack. The two pack. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we get a Jack Black Black Lizzo two pack before we get a Max Rebo like band in the Black series, I'm I'm just gonna riot. If, if we if get we, a Jack Black Lizzo two pack before we get an Arc Trooper fives, I will delete we, my channel. <laughs> Like yeah. I will, I do that. Not even, yeah. not even joking. Yeah, knowing that Hasbro kind of has this prequelitis type thing for sure. If, they, for if sure. they do a Lizzo or a Jack Black, like I don't even care about two pack. If they do either one of them before they decide to put sources to 100 percent new Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, I'm yeah. Then I'm out. I'm I'm packing my bags. It's over. I'm <laughs> Just done. Done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. 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 But that, that's well, my stance on it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think but, I think that's about it. We, yeah, um, we're, Lucas, we're out of things to talk about on our uh, on our little cheat sheet here. Yeah, we went for quite a while. Um, Lucas, we really appreciate you joining us to chat about some recent Black Series and and Mandalorian chat. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming videos that you want to plug or anything? Where can the the listeners follow you? Um, you can uh, follow me on YouTube, just uh, Lucas Monster, and uh, Instagram is Lucas Monster thirty four, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, I do have a Wicket review coming out tomorrow. Nice. And then I will have. So I'm almost to 10k, and I have uh, like a 10k special like face reveal filmed. Oh, um, I'm so excited! 
but I don't have it edited, and because I, I didn't think we'd hit 10k this fast, and so I'm trying to rush to get it edited. But if we don't get, if I don't get it done in time, I'll figure something else out for a face reveal. So, we'll so see. the next time yeah. you're on Black Series Cantina, you'll you'll have your face right because yeah. you'll hit 10k mm -hmm. by then, right? Yeah, you'll I'm, be, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that we hit it before ICC Con so I can vlog the whole thing. And, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I'm excited to see you there. That'll be cool. We'll all yeah. have a good a good meetup there. For sure. It should be a good time. Just, well, if you if you haven't yet, what you should do is make a mic mask, and then, <laughs> Lucas, you wear that. Oh, yeah. And you could just be me. Yeah, no one would know the difference. That's no, a good idea. we're like the same person. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, All right, Mike. You got any you got anything coming out soon? I don't have anything. I don't have anything planned. I should. Um, are you but even I mean, a YouTuber anymore? Not, I, no, no, no. <laughs> work's been really busy, so I haven't had a lot of time to to make videos. But um, I got some ideas. I just have to find time and 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 the willpower to to do them. Mm -hmm. But um, I've got a lot of stuff you can still watch. They're, they're still on my channel if you haven't seen them all. My case, and then I'm on the Instagram at Trusty Sidekick, and I'm on the TikTok at Mike Case eighty two. I'm on Twitter. Uh, also at Mike Case. So, if, I mean, I'm on pretty much anything. If you want to talk to me on there, hit me up. We will chat about Star Wars. And I, I, I don't, if you're a Star Wars fan, I don't really think that you're a, a dick. I'm just, you know, <laughs> it was just a bit I was doing. So don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be mad at Mike. He forgot. Don't be mad. He apologized. Uh, will Bond, I'll definitely looking forward to seeing you at ICC Con. Should be a great time. Um, also, you can follow me at the Star Wars Black Series on Instagram and TikTok. I just hit 14K on TikTok. So boom, boom. we're making the push to 15. I need to go live on there more often. That's what um, you can do. Yeah, I get a pretty decent amount of followers when I go live. Um, H. John Ray, thank you. If you want to join the chat, you can join our Patreon, the Cantina Band Member tier or higher. Yep. Sometimes we open that up to all Patreon members for big episodes. For like, big episodes, yeah. Yeah, last episode we opened it up to everybody because it was Celebration Reveals Week. Um, you can purchase merch if you want, like a mug or a Rancor Purchase that merch. <laughs> or a fine edition shirt by chance. You can. We have links on, I think, my Instagram. You can go there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at TBS Cantina. Join our Facebook group. We got um, some cool conversations in there. That's just Black Series Cantina. And then email us, blackseriescantina at gmail.com. Also, please leave a review. If you don't want to support us on Patreon, we understand um, not everybody can or wants to, but you can help us out by leaving a an Amazon or yeah. uh, Amazon an Apple review. You we can, have a dude. You can yo. Know, you can leave a review on Amazon. You can yeah. leave a review on Spotify. Google you can leave Podcasts. a review on an Apple on uh, iTunes. You can uh, you can leave us a review on Podbean. Follow us on Podbean. That's where we host all oh, yeah. this stuff. Um, like whatever you want. It just helps the channel out. And it's Mike, freak. can you believe this? We have a four point eight out of five stars on Apple. Isn't that that's insane? Yeah. It's crazy. We Got have one bad one star. We have one bad review, and it's because we had an episode where our mics yeah. and headphones were kind of weird. But that was like yeah. our fourth or fifth episode. That was way in the we past. We got to figure it out by now. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have we have good reviews. So if everybody will leave some reviews, that would be awesome. My mom puts our reviews on her refrigerator. That's awesome. <laughs> so so make them good. You got you to gotta make them good. So that I mean, yeah, she does. So if you want to be on my mom's fridge, you can do it. 
Yeah. So we would appreciate that. And um, also, one last thing before we go. Hopefully, everybody's already stopped the podcast by now. We know it. But if you design logos and you want to make a logo for Black Series Cantina, send them our way. And whoever has the best one, maybe we'll send you a figure or something in return. And we'll use the logo for the, the podcast and all that. And I'll put it on my Instagram page and, and tag you and all that. So, yeah, that's all I got. I'm signing out. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you and talk to you next time. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.